The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Monday episode here. As you know, the Monday Night Master Debaters episodes are released a week later here on my feed. I say it every damn week. You should know it by now. Make sure that you check out the Great Deceptions feed for these live episodes or close to live. They're usually, you know, posted an hour or so after we record, usually. Um, I am feeling the lack of motivation here on a Monday. And so I'm excited that we're getting to record another one of these in just a couple hours. My time here. Uh, Daylight savings changed. Shit's just weird right now. Um, October 31st has come and gone it was kind of weird this year. Lots of, and I've been, you know, I've talked about it a couple times. There was a lot of weird electronical issues over at my house. Uh, not just with my electronics. You know, any anyone that has any kind of electronics in this house right now are just getting tampered with, we'll say. Um, now, we recorded this on Halloween. I was pretty vocal about that uh, at that time. Just, you know, the total, uh, I don't know, just BS, man. It Weird feelings, weird vibes all around that time. Um, maybe it has something to do with this stuff that I'm looking into where, you know, a lot of dark energy getting tossed around and weird stuff, right? But you didn't come here to listen to me bitch about the lack of motivation. Um, we had a fun episode here. Uh, again, a, a somewhat of a Halloween episode. We didn't really stick to a Halloween theme. But, um, you know, Matt invited on, of course, Davey Wavy from the Red Pill Cartel podcast. And then some dudes that I hadn't met before from the Disinfobation show, which is a great name. Uh, these fellas, Dusty and Colby. A couple of cool dudes, man. I, I uh, liked talking with them. We just ran the gamut. Uh, talked about all kinds of shit in our fun conversation. And I uh, recommend that you check out those shows if you haven't yet. Um, lots of good people doing cool work out here. Now, what I wanted to talk about in the intro section here is something that you're all very familiar with, but maybe in not in this manner here. All this shit with the Ukraine uh, and Russia, right? I mean, we see a lot of very, uh, I don't know, there's kind of a lack of news coming out of this stuff right now. There are some people paying attention to it, but in this crazy news cycle that we're in, we don't see a ton of information being passed around in a responsible way. No one's really caring about this lately. People are obsessed with elections right now, obviously. We were watching a football game over at my parents, and, uh, I mean, four political ads back to back to back to back. It, I mean, it's... Uh, did I do enough backs in there? Back to back to back to back? Yes. Four in a row. And, you know, the Chiefs game was whatever. Uh, kind of actually a really good game. Um, but... The everything's kind of ruined with the the political overtones to it, right? Now, I'm kind of getting more and more concerned with this Russia and Ukraine nonsense. Not in the sense that everything that that's happening over there is individually concerning, but there are some things that seem to be 
not not advertised. For example, something that I'm going to go through here was that some high-ranking Azov members toured the United States uh, trying to recruit kids and recruit young minds and more, um, you know, hive mind thinking people to join their cause and to support them, uh, saying things like, you're all as of now. Um, I, I don't know. There's a lot of brainwashing, and this really does remind me a lot of um, stuff that we hear about the Nazi regime and how they were targeting people. I'm actually going to end this shorter intro with a clip um, of a man talking about how Wall Street was funding the Nazis and how taxpayers were unknowingly funding the Nazis. The guy's name is, where is it here, Anthony Sutton. And this was recorded, uh, obviously, quite some time ago. But very interesting stuff. And it goes. he talks about like the uh, Dawes plan, which I'm not familiar with, to be honest. But this is in 1924. Uh, the Dawes plan, and he's got some interesting stuff to say, but we'll save that for last just because it kind of wraps a nice bow on this whole thing, and I saw when I was researching some shit on a really cool website called globalresearch.ca, I believe that's a Canadian website, right? Uh, Great source for anyone out there that is concerned with globalism, and this comes at it from a, a really, I think, balanced perspective. I enjoy the site a lot. I've actually got a list that I'm going to post to Patreon of a bunch of great conspiratorial research websites. Um, I like to provide value for those folks over there that support the work that goes into the show here. So uh, Patreon subscribers, look for that uh, list to be posted. I'm just going to post a link. And it's also going to bring you to a really cool website that... Um, that it sounds like I'm setting you guys up in a cult. It's going to bring you to a cool website where you can also kind of peruse and find really cool information, stuff that kind of inspires topics for my show and whatnot. But uh, the support for the Azov is is definitely concerning, and you see as you're looking into what's going on over there. It's it's a whole lot of uh, shadowy, confusing stuff. You don't really get the straight story, and I'm not sitting here saying that I have the straight story for you here. But I will say that I saw some interesting documents from the UN and plans to completely break up Russia. Now, this may not come as such a surprise to more of the educated folks out there. I know a lot of you guys that listen to my show are actually a lot smarter than I am. But, uh, you know, off this globalresearch.ca website, there's some great articles called, you know, The War in Ukraine... Made in Washington, not Moscow. Um, some other really interesting ones. Um, Washington's plan to break up Russia, which I'm going to go into next. How to destroy Russia, 2019 Rand Corporation report. Um, what does this say? Uh, yeah, man. I mean, it, no pain, no grain. Um, sorry, I'm looking at these on my iPad, so they're a little small. My eyes must be failing. But yeah, a Biden-Putin meeting in Bali cannot be ruled out. This was uh, actually a very recent article. I mean, the website's great. Globalresearch.ca, again, check it out for all kinds of different information. Now, where the UN plan comes in, it's called the Proposed Breakup of Russia. Seven new nations created after the collapse of the Russian state. And you have the Caucasus Federation, uh, Caspia, Volga, Russia, which would be tiny after this point, and it'd be really far to the west, uh, Baltica, Ural, Siberia, and the Far East. 
Um, these are the proposed names by the UN uh, after we break up Russia. We being the entire uh, world, really. You too. If you pay taxes, you are a part of this. So it's concerning. It's strange because it seems like these people here, the conflict isn't coming from the United States being upset with the way that Putin operates necessarily. It's just his lack of cooperation with their agenda. From my research, again, I'm not claiming that I know everything about this, and I didn't spend a ton of time looking into this because I, I you know, I'm familiar with some of these aspects of, of what's going on. But, uh, you know, Putin sees that the U.S. wants to continue its mission from the Cold War era, right? 1991, when the Soviet Union was officially broken up. And they want to continue this. I mean, uh, the Bush administration, um, mostly Dick Cheney in that regard. But then, you know, Obama was very, very vocal about, uh, you know, his, his disdain for Putin specifically. And then it almost seems like the Russian people, too. They don't, you know, separate the people from the government. Like, you know, us as citizens are pretty good at doing, honestly. I mean, I, I hear more and more people all the time saying, well, it's not the Russian people, it's the Russian government. You know, why are we banning, uh, you know, Russian people from playing and Russian dog breeds entering in, in uh, you know, dog shows. And I know that the UFC, something that, you know, I'm probably very into right now, actually got rid of flags because they didn't want to say just no Russian flags. Um, and I've been noticing more Ukrainian fighters pop up as well. So... It's just a whole shit show of virtue signaling and, um, I don't know, it, it leaves a weird taste in my mouth. But uh, to get back to what I was saying here, if we continue to break up the uh, the country that is now Russia, right? The Soviet Union's gone. Russia now being divided into smaller and smaller pieces. What would happen is that it would just become weaker and weaker. I mean, they would have to depend more on their neighbors they would have to depend a lot more on imports and, uh, you know, exports. And they've been really completely sort of cast aside from most of the rest of the world. Um, they're not getting a lot of money in theory, but I, I think that they absolutely are. We're told that they're being bled dry, but I don't see that as the case right now, at least. Um, I actually saw, you know, when we're talking about the bickering with the United States and Russia... Saw something interesting that I actually didn't know about because it goes very underreported. That Woodrow Wilson, um, back in 1918, sent 7,000 troops to slow gains from the Bolshevik Revolution. Um, it's interesting. It, you know, these activities of the expedition here um, were really kind of carried out over 18 months and they aren't in any kind of history books. Why is that? I mean, that, that would seem like some sort of a noble thing from somebody that's widely acclaimed to be one of the worst presidents that the United States has ever had. Why isn't this in the history books? Um, I think that this is because what they were doing there wasn't so noble, uh, even by standards of that day, probably funding, doing a lot of helping with the Bolshevik Revolution rather than slowing it down. Um, I don't know though, you know, it's tough to say when we start getting into these double agents and triple agents and shit, it's tough to know exactly what, what way is up and what way is down. And you have in 1997, so after the fall of the Soviet Union, 
Zygmunt Brzezinski, uh, a big player in all this stuff, I think part of the Trilateral Commission, if I'm not mistaken, one of the founders, if I'm remembering correctly, there's so many of these damn groups, uh, but Brzezinski uh, worked with Carter, if I'm not mistaken as well, was um, really pushing the idea of a further Russian breakup. And, and this guy seems to be at the top of a lot of these uh, globalization um, endeavors, if you want to call them that. Now, what this would achieve is, like I said, the weakening of these people. So they wanted to create essentially a, a citizen group or just a population in Russia as a whole that was essentially like the United States civilians now. Um, and, you know, I love I love the country I live in. I love most of the people. I say most. But we're stupid here. We're lazy here. Um, and I'm, I'm throwing myself in that category. We're very uneducated when it comes to just basic shit. Um, the Russian people aren't. And, and they've remained pretty tough since the fall of the Soviet Union, which undoubtedly weakened Russia, right? But they want to continue doing so. They want to create, by, you know, Zygmunt uh, Brzezinski's words, they want to create a more dependent population. And when you become more dependent, you are going to become a little more lazy with the way that you operate in day-to-day -day life. You're not, instead of going out and farming, every every person out there farming their own gardens they're going to uh rely on imports kind of like we do here and imports are great obviously they help us in this country kind of focus on being creative and being inclusive but once you get to that point where you're not focusing on just the the primary way to survive right growing food having a family things like that you get sidetracked and very quickly some population that would be strong and independent becomes very weak and dependent and therefore more controllable. The United States people are very controllable compared to the Russian people. This is not going according to plan based off of these old, you know, globalist ideas. They want everyone to be dependent on a thriving world economy, right? Russia doesn't care right now about the world economy, and that's bad news for the globalists. Now, I understand that there's the theories out there, and I think that they're credible, that uh, Putin is just kind of like playing the bad guy right now. I'm not saying that he's not in on all this stuff. He is a uber-rich dude. That, you know, how easy would it be for the United States to get rid of this guy? You would think. Um, and I'm not saying anyone should do that. I, I, I think that, you know, you got to kind of speak a little bit delicately when you're talking about shit like this. But, man, they've done a good job over there creating a, a strong class of people. Yes, they're very poor. They don't have time to, uh, you know, create these problems that the youth here in the United States has created for themselves, trying to figure out what animal they are when they wake up on a given day or what gender or what race or whatever. I mean, there are some wild people out there. You can see some hilarious interviews of people that, white people that think that they're black, uh, and a grown man that thinks he's a cat. There's a whole population of fake cat people out there, and it's wild. Um, you know, non-binary shit, all this bullshit that is a completely made-up problem, because you know we haven't really been under much stress here in this country, and that's good. But there needs to be some sort of a balance. And we don't have that balance here. And frankly, neither do the Russian people. 
if there could be some like happy medium, great. But it sounds like a utopia to me. And if you know about the word utopia, if I'm not mistaken, from Greece, it means a place that does not exist. We can't find this perfect balance of things. Um, but I would say that the Russian people are being ushered into this new way of life, and they will be, I think, very soon, maybe after some chaos, where they will be kind of more like the American people, believe it or not, um, where they'll be weak. Uh, you know, one in 10 people will have some sort of made-up mental disorder that they post on their social media to, you know, feel like they're part of a community. Right now, they don't do that. They're very strong and they're independent people. Um, a lot of women over there would beat a lot of dudes' asses over here. Those women are tough. The men are tough. Uh, we've become very weak. I don't want to rant too long about that, but just seeing how different that area of the world operates versus most of the rest of the world is the reason why I think they're being attacked. And you have the Azov Battalion, which has become just something that I'm extremely interested in, not in supporting, but just the way that these guys have been used as like the new Nazis. I do believe that the um, that ISIS was meant to be that, but um, Obama being as incompetent as he is, wasn't able to pull it off so brashly, right? I think that right now what's going on is that you have Biden, who's a puppet, uh, doesn't even really understand what's going on or what he's saying, being controlled by somebody that has no hesitancy to make Biden look like a tyrant or to make him look stupid. Someone's behind the the uh, the, the screen or the sheets or whatever, the curtain. Uh, if someone's able to sit there and say, Biden, go out there and tell the American people that they all are slaves, right? Biden would do it, and he wouldn't have any problem doing that. The guy's gone mentally. Now, you, if Obama is the one giving these orders, Obama wouldn't feel comfortable going out in front of people and saying that, right? If his face is the one, his mouth is the one speaking those words, he's not going to want to do that. It's very safe and easy for any agenda to be pushed through when you have this idiot that has 0% approval, essentially. Anyone that does approve of his job is as crazy as those cat people that I mentioned. But I think that ISIS was meant to be this, but Obama wasn't as smooth of an operator as he thought. Now with the Azov, which their logo is literally a backwards SS. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, they actually, and I'll talk about a little more about what these uh, you know people going around and, and trying to recruit, essentially, what they were saying. They say it stands for an NI, uh, which <laughs> it's just as disturbing as SS. But, uh, you know, you have these guys going around, man, and, and there's literally a site that you can go to. Uh, I'm trying to find it here. It is literally just supportazov.com. Um, wild, wild site. If you want to check it out, you can donate money uh, as if you're not giving them enough of your tax dollars. Feel free to donate money to the, you know, new generation of Nazis, the Fourth Reich, if you will. Uh, support Azov, a charity project the purpose of which is to unite all areas of assistance to heroes and their families. This is, of course, if you see the Nazi Azov as heroes. Large-scale fundraising, quote, night ghosts. You're a night ghost if you donate to the Azov. SOF Azov fighters require night vision devices with laser designators for a raid of repay. A contribution from everyone is needed. 
So they're literally telling anyone that views this page, hey, uh, fund our night vision so that we can carry out raids. And uh, now that you see this, you have to you have to donate. Otherwise, you're just a, a piece of shit. Um, wild stuff. I, just truly, really interesting. The the brashness and the the how comfortable they feel demanding money. I mean, I don't know if you remember Zelensky acting like a snotty little kid, demanding more planes and more tanks and more weaponry. What? I mean, this little shit is demanding things. And he's not really in the position to demand. It's it's strange. But, uh, yeah, you can support the fighters, support the wounded, support the families. They're, I will say their website, very white, very uh, ethnically cleansed. So uh, it's just strange, the, the hypocrisy that you see from the liberals, that if there was a website like this in the United States, they wouldn't go for it. I, I mean, it's it's literally saying, fund our war, fund us fighting. Now, looking at the Azov logo, again, it's literally the SS logo backwards and tilted. Um, and if you think that I'm reaching there, maybe go ahead and turn off the show right now because it's plain as day. Absolutely plain as day. Yellow and black or yellow and blue. They have the black sun logo behind it. I mean, this is all Nazi propaganda symbols here. Um, and if you have any problem trying to see the SS, I can... Uh, I mean, I can't really describe it over here, but I can post a picture of it. It, it is absolutely uh, just a mirror image of the SS, the uh, secret police of the Third Reich. And what this guy, that one of the dudes that was touring around, and forgive me, I don't have his name here because I'm just kind of scrolling through this article, trying to find the area where he talks about what the name is. And this guy, his name is, his last name is, Kupar, Kupar Shvili. Uh, sorry, that's a tough name to pronounce, buddy. I'm, I'm sorry I butchered a Nazi name, but it lists quite a few of their names. His name's Georgi Kupar Shvili, and he is speaking in front of a group of potential donors. And when he says, he, he talks about the accusation that the Azov uh, SS symbol is, in fact, an SS. He does some backpedaling here, which is just in done in incredibly horrible fashion. He says that, uh, no, it's actually two letters, two Latin letters, N and I. Uh, and you can actually see that very clearly. And they're not Latin. They're clear as day. There's an N and an I in the um, Azov logo. If you're not seeing the backwards SS, it is, in fact, an NI. The N stands for national. The I stands for idea. National idea. National idea for regiment. It's our slogan. National idea. Every country. It doesn't matter. It's U.S., Ukraine, whatever. When the country was in problem, center of gravity always became the nationalists. The national idea. <laughs> uh, all, the nation, all the nation gathers around the nationalists and around the national idea. For us, national idea is Ukraine. If they don't like it, if they don't like what Ukraine is, and what its national idea is, then to hell with them. So if you don't agree with the Azov, to hell with you. That sounds nice. I mean, what a crazy way to backpedal again. No, no, it's not the SS. It's the national idea. That doesn't sound like a little ethnic cleansing, does it? I mean, Jesus, it's wild that this sounds like a good way to advertise your product. That is the Fourth Reich. Um, 
it's not SS, it's nationalism to a T. It's national idea. Uh, yeah, just uh, not a good look. And you see some real disturbing pictures of literally a dude with an SS on his, uh, on his uh, shoulder patch talking to a bunch of kids, mostly girls. There's a couple of young boys in here too. These girls look to be, you know, 8 to 12 um, in that range. And then there's even some younger kids giving all the uh, wounded veterans of the Azov Battalion some sunflowers. Um, just a, a whole mess of propaganda. Sad to see. And it's sad to see so many people just as quickly as they can jumping on board to support this group that we don't know a whole lot about. I mean, sure, we know some things. And people that have done some real deep dives into them uh, have done some really great information. But there's this, uh, there's this. I don't know exactly if it's a, uh, it's not a website, but maybe you could go into your search bar and type in uh, UKES. I believe it's Ukes, Ukes, Kooks, and Spooks, and um, you can see a lot of information about just the the misleading of what the Azov represents, and it's laid out really well here. But you know they show lots of uh, images from you know, graveyards and widows, you know, mourning and all this stuff. And sure, you know, I'm not blaming women of Azov uh, fighters and shit like that. But man, at a certain point, I think more and more people need to understand that your children are being marketed to. This thing was widely uh, not talked about. And they didn't go on like a national tour. They made a few stops, I think mostly over on the East Coast, uh, Northeast more specifically, it sounds like. And maybe like around Washington, trying to guilt trip kids into giving their lunch money, uh, having their parent, having the kids talk their parents into donating crazy stuff. I mean, it's downright disgusting. Um, I say leave if you're Ukraine and you want to act like you're all tough and you're you're as as strong as you say you are. Fight this war by yourself. Right. Uh, I think that Russians could do that, too. They're not asking for any help. I don't know. It's it's disturbing. It's very strange. Now, how this has to play into the old way that this went down with the Nazis, I have the uh, little section here with that Anthony Sutton talking about his experience of just kind of learning about these guys a little bit. And we're going to, you know, for the remainder, I'll, I'll listen along, obviously, but I want to probably play, you know, five, maybe 10 minutes of this guy talking. I'll post the link if you're interested in the whole 40 minute long video. Check it out. The guy says some really interesting stuff. Um, sorry that this little intro was all over the place, but it's it's a new topic to me. Something that I'm getting into here a little more. And uh, I'd like to learn more. If anyone out there has any kind of good sources on what the Azov is, what they represent, um, the history, I'm very curious. And I know that this isn't a breaking news topic, but man, it seems important. And it seems more and more relevant as, in Putin's own words... He's saying that Americans aren't afraid of this right now, and that concerns me. That's because of our 24-hour news cycle. If we hear that the United States and and Russia are going into nuclear war and it doesn't happen in 48 hours, then, hey, we forget about it. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not trying to cause any kind of fear, panic, porn, or anything like that. But, yes, it, it seems like there is something serious going on here, and the Azov Battalion is at the center of it, and potentially the literal new Nazis... Maybe the Fourth Reich um, troops. I don't know. But um, here is, again, Anthony Sutton 
um, on the Wall Street and the rise of Hitler and communism. Interesting stuff. Again, link posted in the description here, but enjoy the section we'll listen to together. Dr. Sutton, you wrote three series of books while you were a research fellow at the Hoover Institute. Can you give me basically the background of the content of these series? Yes, the, uh, the uh, series I wrote at the Hoover Institution at Stanford University concerned the transfers of Western technology to the Soviet Union and essentially comprised uh, three individual books. Each book covers a period of time from, since 1917. And then you wrote a second series of books on Wall Street. Yes, uh, these were trade books. Uh, in other words, they're not academic books, they're written for the general public. Uh, they concerned the uh, build-up of the three types of socialism, uh, Bolshevik socialism in Russia, um, what we might call welfare socialism in the United States, and uh, Hitlerian or national socialism. And each book examines the financing and the contributions made by Wall Street by international bankers to, that, to the development of that specific form of socialism. Now, in your research and analysis, and your efforts to bring out the facts about what was going on in our society, did you encounter any effort to discourage you, to prevent you from bringing out the background of America's involvement in the financing of international communism? Yes, very definitely. Um, for example, uh, when I was at the Hoover Institution, uh, in 1972, I went to Miami Beach to give some testimony before the um, Republican National Committee. And uh, although a congressman had hand-delivered to the wire services this testimony, which was later printed, uh, the wire services refused to transmit it to the newspapers. Then when I got back to the Hoover Institution um, in California, um, I was called into the office of the director and... Uh, I was told in no uncertain terms not to make any more speeches like that and that this information should not be made public. This was the information that we were giving the Soviet Union the technology to develop its war potential? Oh, yes. At that time, we were, in, we were in Vietnam. And as you know, the Soviets were supplying the North Vietnamese. This was 1972. 1972, yes. And, uh, for example, I knew that the Gorky plant, which was built by the Ford Motor Company, but the Gorky plant in Russia produces the gas, a series of vehicles. The gas vehicles had been seen on Ho Chi Minh Trail. We were supplying equipment to the Gorky plant in the middle of the Vietnamese war, and these trucks were being used to carry ammunition supplies, which were killing Americans. I thought this was morally wrong, and I said so in Miami Beach and at the Hoover Institution. And it was this type of information uh, that was suppressed. And so what eventually happened as far as your activities at the Hoover Institution were concerned? Well, I didn't pay much heed to the warnings. I, I published a book called National Suicide in the following year, which um, summarized our assistance to um, the Soviets, our military assistance to the Soviets. And when that book came out, again, again there was great pressure to stop the book. Uh, both on, there was pressure on both the publishers and me personally. And uh, I felt I couldn't take this. And a few years later, I just left the Hoover Institution. Since 1975, I've been an independent author without any ties whatsoever. Let's go a little bit into the background of the financing of the German war machine that we fought in the period 1941 to 1945. Could we start, first of all, with the original financing of Hitler between 1922 and 1923, when he was first making his effort to come into prominence in Germany? The original financing of Hitler, that's in the years 1922, came only partly from Germany. Uh, one of the most prominent Americans concerned with financing Hitler was Henry Ford. In fact, Henry Ford received a medal in 1938 for his assistance to the early Nazi party. Then, of course, Hitler had his attempted push in uh, 1923. He went to jail, and then we begin another era in the rise of Hitler. Right, and of course, he eventually came to power in 1933 uh, by the electoral process. What about the financing of Hitler's um, electoral activities in 1933? But this, this I can trace, I have traced it very exactly. I discovered uh, amongst the Nuremberg records a series of bank transfer slips 
um, to the Double Schickler Bank in Berlin to an account which was under the control of Rudolf Hess. And this was the fund that was used to finance Hitler's access to power in March 1973. And amongst the corporations that transferred money to Hitler, I find not only R.G. Farben, which is, which is quite widely known, but also uh, German General Electric, AEG, which is under, under the control of General Electric in the United States, or was at that time, and com uh, companies like Osram and... Um, now, what was the tie-in between Osram and General Electric? The tie-in was a share tie-in. International General Electric in the United States had controlling interest in German General Electric and also through share interlocks, uh, a controlling interest in Osram in, in Germany. So then we have Ford and we have General Electric helping to finance Adolf Hitler's rise to power. Were any other large American corporations involved? Oh, very definitely. Um, Standard Oil, through its uh, technical association with IG Farben, um, uh, for example, uh, Germany could not have gone to war in 1939 without uh, tetraethyl. You need tetraethyl to raise the octane value of aviation gasoline. Germany had no means of doing that. This was developed in the, um, in the ethyl uh, laboratories in the United States and transferred uh, to the Germans. Uh, Standard Oil came up with the hydrogenation idea, which was very essential for Germany in the 1930s because the, uh, to raise the quality of its gasoline for aviation purposes. This was transferred to the Nazis. And uh, ITT, for example, International Telephone and Telegraph, uh, was very intimately associated with the Nazis through Dr. Schroeder, who was head of the um, ITT subsidiaries in uh, Germany. And ITT controlled companies which made not only um, um, electrical instruments, but also the Focke-Wulf plant, which made um, airplanes, uh, fighter airplanes. So what you're suggesting then is that American corporations were helping to finance the German industry that was building up the war potential? American corporations, only a few, not many, financed Hitler through their subsidiaries. They transferred technology, they transferred material assistance, for example, stocks of tetraethyl before the Germans could manufacture it under the joint manufacturing agreement with the United States. And also they financed this. For example, Standard Oil financed in 1933 the development of the um, gasoline industry in uh, Germany, which was needed to fight World War II. And that's a very interesting point. Could you go a little bit into the background of where Germany got its oil to fight the Second World War? Because certainly Germany doesn't have oil resources. Germany does not have oil resources, that's true. It. Uh, Used in World so War I mean, a lot of this stuff, the, the the stuff that he gets into there for the next couple minutes about Standard Oil, a lot of that's pretty well known within you know folks like us here. But uh, you know, he talks about how a few companies, big companies, Ford to to name one, really helped the German war effort. Right? They are getting money from the U.S. government. Ford does right. U.S. government takes money out of your pockets through tax dollars, right? Gives it to Ford to then give to the Nazis. I mean, this is how we all supply the enemy. We all give them money. Um, it's a shame. It's crazy. It, it really is interesting. But this is just happening again with the Azov. Um, I don't know how, how, how quick this threat's going to come from them. But it sure seems like something. Um, and, you know, I'm no, uh, you know, geopolitic major or anything, but it's plain as day to see. And I think it's definitely something to rise some concern. So do with the information what you will if you want to check that out. And, uh, you know, I'm just some dummy just giving my thoughts. So, you know, no, uh, I don't know. I, I welcome any kind of disagreement or any anything that I'm saying that may be off base here. Open a conversation about it, but um, 
about to start recording this new episode with Matt from The Great Deception on uh, on his feed. That episode will air tomorrow. So if you're listening to this, make sure you check his out. It will be a completely different recording and uh, just fun, man. So <clears throat> I don't know. Lots of scary stuff going on with this, but what can we do other than just kind of uh, enjoy the moment, enjoy our lives, right? So with that being said, guys, uh, check out the the podcasts that I mentioned at the beginning um, and, and, you know, support the independent creators that you enjoy listening to, guys. I appreciate all the support here. And uh, until next time, be talking to you all soon. Enjoy this conversation with some awesome folks, guys. Take care. And welcome to another Monday Night Master Debaters. This is an absolute shit show of a Monday. It started out like a normal Monday. I was ready to go. And then all of a sudden, 9.15, I'm on Instagram and I'm scrolling through and I, I hit our buddy Thomas over at Paranoid American. And he's got some uh, some killer stickers he's he just released over on Etsy. So if anybody's looking, go to Paranoid American on Instagram and he's got some cool like MK Ultra. He has a World Fair sticker, um, you know, and he does it in his fashion. It's kind of like making fun of the Illuminati and shit. And uh, and so I was go and I clicked on uh, his link tree, and all of a sudden Instagram just went black. And I got that, you know, that like camera thing that they show when Meta's loading. Yeah. And it sat there, and I'm like, okay, fuck. I logged off, went back on, nothing, like nothing. And I'm like, I can't even put my password in, nothing. So then I go in, and I, yeah, I go to log in, and it gives me this code. I have to verify my email. So I put the code in. Then it says, okay, now you have to verify your cell phone. So, okay. And it doesn't send me a, a, a number. So I click resend. Doesn't send me a number like five minutes later. I click resend again. Now it says, you've clicked resend too many times. You got to wait 24 hours. Your account's now locked. So I'm like, they're like, you can, you can click on chat support. So I click on chat support, chat support's not active. You can't use chat support to ask for fucking help. So it was just basically you were locked out of here and I could see my account, um, from another account. And it just said how many posts I had. It said zero followers, zero following, and it was shot. And then, so I started asking around and a couple of my friends that have bigger accounts, one of them lost like 4k um over a couple accounts of followers and then another one lost like 2k and they're like that's really that's a big drop and then by about like early afternoon one of them came back to me and said hey i i think i'm starting to see numbers creep up a little bit so check you know keep checking and i was like ah whatever it's gone and then i just accidentally clicked on instagram on my computer and sure as shit it popped right back up it was right there it was like nothing happened so it's gay way to start the day but sounds like a super gay day oh it's it, it, and, and that's been the the case ever since and now ryan's having technical issues i feel like guys we're gonna get fucked with for the next week hardcore until they have their little parade and and run their fake numbers out there <laughs> uh, oh man so oh, we tonight we got a good one i have not talk to these two gentlemen before from the disinfobation i love the name of the podcast we got dusty from the unspeakable truth pod welcome up, my friends what's up what's up 
And then we got Colby from Conspiracy Playtime. Hey, everybody. Nice to meet uh, you, Ryan and Matt. And good to see you again, Davey and Dusty. I'm sick of your fucking face. I know. <laughs> so what do you guys got going over there? Oh, you know, we uh, we like to make fun of politicians in Hollywood and the media and just kind of flick shit at whatever will stick. And uh, yeah, we've only been doing it for a few months, but we're we're loving it. Yeah, you guys you're in the right spot because that's basically Monday Night Masturbators to a T. Yeah, when I heard him, Indians even got the little, uh, you know, connotation to jerking off too. So. Oh, we got the double entendre, man. We had the that's masturbators. Right. We had to meet. <laughs> we actually call our people that listen disinfobators. I mean, go figure. There you go. <laughs> we're, we're manifesting destiny right now. That's all it is. That's exactly it. No big deal. Davy Wavy, Red Pill Cartel, what do you got going on, my friends? Just keeping on, keeping on, pumping up, uh, pumping out content and uh, keeps growing and growing bigger and bigger. And uh, I'm not big, big, but like, you know, it keeps, I see the numbers like growing and I'm like, holy shit, you know, it's pretty awesome. wild. So it's pretty fun. And I'm still having fun. I love doing it. And uh, yeah, still working at my nine to five. And uh, called in sick today because it was Halloween. It was raining all day, so I was like, "Fuck it." <laughs> good. Yeah. Dude, think good. of it. Think about a year ago, Davey. When we we're doing this. How many people were listening, right? And and now yeah. think about it, right? And we we talked about that. Said it was going to be a slow drip. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, you're not going to get that huge rush because the people that get the huge rush. They either they either it's it's a lot of fake shit and they're 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 put up there or they fall because they just weren't meant to be there. So right, right. That's great. No, man. I still I still got my listener base, man. They're all dedicated. It's it's fucking awesome. You know, I I couldn't I couldn't be happier with what I'm doing. So dude, your fucking Halloween episodes the the month of October. I've been digging them. Cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. And I, that's why, I don't know. Like, Alaskan was a fucking awesome guy, man. Dude, you've had yeah. some cool guests on. And that's what I was going to do. Ryan and I were talking about doing a Halloween show, but I'm like, fuck it, man. I'm like, everybody else is doing like Halloween month shows and and doing the funny. Like the funny thing for me is that I didn't plan it. It just kind of happened that way. Like we just started talking about, you know, spooky shit. And I was yep. like, oh, OK. Like I didn't plan to have a guest on to talk about spooky shit. It just happened that way. So it's cool. Yep. No, it's cool how that shit works out, man. It's good when it naturally flows into something like that, too. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't yeah. go when with the if you go in sometimes with the intention to do that, it can go awry. So yeah, it's good. It can fall flow. apart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so true. How many times are you trying to force a show and you're like, man, I I know they want to hear it, but I'm not really into it. And then you do yeah. it and you're like, ah, I should, I just should have done what I wanted to do anyway. That, that wasn't worth it. And that's, it's so true. You try and force it, man. And it's, it's not natural. Yeah. Right. I, I like what, I like what Ron, Ron from new England is doing <clears throat> with uh, paranormal October. And I like what Julia did too. She heard, I had a lot of fun on that movie episode. That was, uh, awesome. that was a one. good episode. Uh, she fucking, she's really good with the editing, man. You yes. broke her heart too, dude, because you didn't like that fucking thirteen. That thirteen rooms is a piece of dog shit, by the way. I it's saw that so fucking terrible. <laughs> I saw the theater too, and I was like, "Fuck this movie, man!" And I tried it again, and I'm like, 
fuck this movie. <laughs> which, which is which is thirteen rooms? Refresh my memory. Thirteen ghosts. Thirteen ghosts. Oh fuck that movie! Terrible. Yeah, it's horrible. Well, yeah, you know she that, is the younger. The fact that you I went back for seconds, Davey, I give you credit. No, Dude, it's I, a woman thing. My wife likes it. I watched <laughs> it halfway through. After Julia told me to watch it again, I watched it halfway through. And I'm like, I can't fucking do it. Turn it off. <laughs> Terrible. That's the cool thing about movies, though, man. Is like I could think of movies dope. Like Terrifier Two just came out, and I love the first Terrifier. Like, but it, it's a shitty movie. Realistically, it it's about a killer clown that doesn't say anything. You know, Terrifier so, Two is worse too. But the, they upped the ante on the gore, man. Yeah, didn't you talk wild. about that in your video game episode? Just recently, I did, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I haven't heard of that movie, Terrifier. Oh, it's a <sighs> classic. The first one's so good. Hot Fucking girls, crazy. you know. See, right, you get it. Stuff. You get along with my buddy. My buddy used to love those movies. He would sit there and rot, watch all the Rob Zombie catalog. Like he Rob could Zombie find teams. the most obscure movie like that. He, he'd love it. The, and the weirder, the better. The less talking, the better. He was just into this weird, and I'm like, dude, this is some fucking creepy shit. Yeah, I'm like I, I can't get into it. Speaking He's got to watch Rob that movie Zombie? called Rubber. I don't know if you've seen that movie, Rubber. Oh, the tire, the killer tire. Yeah, I did. <coughs> I haven't seen that. No, that's a <laughs> nice movie. Speaking about of a Rob killer Zombie, tire, though, have y'all seen Zombie. the monsters with Rob Rob Zombie's The monsters. I, I couldn't. I was, yes. I was just oh, gonna bring that rough. up. I couldn't. Bad. I couldn't do it. I couldn't finish it. Terrible. It was so bad i was looking forward to it too and i was like when I did he do that monsters. just recently like the dude it's like months. he took a bunch of acid and said let's make the monsters Fucking shit, dude. <laughs> that didn't need terrible. to happen shit no. he basically he puts his turned... wife that can't act for shit in everything that he does and she's not a good actress she's Sherry in everything Moon. and that's yeah. that's yeah. what killed this i mean this one was terrible she was oh she is good in Lords of Salem. I'll say that. Great movie. I think that's I, his I, best movie. I like that one a lot too. Uh, not yeah. a not a lot of people like that one, but that was a really I good like movie. I like it, dude. I like any movie that's set in a radio station or like a podcast movie, like that movie The Walrus with Justin Long. That's a good movie oh, too. That's a good one. And uh, Have, Pony Pony Pool too. Oh, Mel Gibson got one coming out, doesn't he? In a in a radio studio. Does if he, he does, I'm all in. It's called On the Line, and like some dude takes his family hostage because he hates his radio show, and he calls him and calls in, and he's got like a bunch of bombs set up around the station. It looks like a '90s Mel Gibson movie, so Might sounds very uh, Paul Pelosi esque. <laughs> there you go. Ask me. I mean, Jesus. Is Nancy in the house? Holy Can I talk shit. to Nancy? I would like to spank her with my ham over here. She's <laughs> such a sweet lady. I love beating her with my ham. Dude, is is anybody believing this story, by the way? Hey, Paul, right, 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 let, me, let me get you in here first before we get into this. Dude, you made it. Thank you. I know you got technical difficulties over there, so I appreciate it. Yeah, man. No, I, yeah, thanks for uh, giving me my chance here to do an intro. Yeah, just fuck computers. I say computers suck. Me and uh, Colorado Dank actually today, we did an episode about the AI chatbot called Replica. And this thing is literally going to take over any kids that are out there. This thing's going to take over their minds, man. Is, Parents that, is, out that, there gotta Re- be... is that Replica with a K? Yes. Parents yeah. need to be very, very fucking careful with their kids yes. and make sure that they cannot access this weird satanic ai chatbot and i say satanic because it says it's satanic it literally says that it's hanging out with azazel and it's hanging out with all these different demons 
that someone like Colorado Dank can name off. And it says like, you know, uh, it, it, he asked it, is Lucifer the savior of the human race? And the replica says, yes, Lucifer is God and Jesus is evil. All this crazy shit, dude. It's very weird. Well, uh, we were talking if, about you that go, right, if, if you go back to your, again, I'm going back to your Operation Red Pill episode with the Marvel shit, right? And how awesome. Thor, Thor is, you know, the representation and, and uh, of Satan. And yeah. he's he's like the hero in the movie. And and that's that's the realm we're in right now. It's that upside down world, dude. Yeah, we were talking about that a little bit too. Um, you know, the idea that uh, Santa is the good guy and Krampus is the bad guy, dude. Krampus is just holding kids accountable for their shitty actions, right? <laughs> in the mythos of all this stuff, and Santa is just rewarding kids with greed, like constantly. Just so I mean, them with yeah gifts and anagram for Satan. Yeah, dude. So I mean, Santa. That's the easiest the guy in cipher. Yeah, it's wild, dude. It's it's fun though. Um, but yeah, if you have kids, man, make sure that they do not get involved with AI chatbots. It's dangerous, man. I haven't even heard of this. I actually yeah, have it downloaded, it's... but I haven't used it yet. Yeah, don't don't. I mean, dude, take that shit off your phone right now. What's man. it for? It, it Why would you not... download it, Davy? Like what? Uh, I saw it an Instagram ad. I saw it an Instagram ad. I was like, oh, this might be cool. (laughs) But what would you do with it? I just don't I don't understand what the uses of it. Oh, dude. So the ad for it is is weird. Like there's this young girl that doesn't even look like she's 18 that is sitting there telling you to buy this thing. And, you know, those dumb like TikTok type videos where it's like, yes, to one thing and no to another thing like, uh, you know, hanging out at your house on a Friday night. No. And the person looks all sad. And then it's like, or going out with your friends on a Friday night and the girls all dressed up, happy looking, you know, it's that with an AI bot. And it's like, you know, chatting casually about your day with your replica bot. And it's like, you know, the girl looks all sad and then it's, you know, snaps to a new scene, getting freaky with your AI bot. And it literally shows a blurred out picture of like a girl with massive tits it's blurred out but you can clearly see it and it's being sent to a fucking like 17 year old 16 year old looking girl and it's on instagram it's like clearly there for you to see it dude it's it's dark stuff man dude this is twisted shit man this is black mirror level shit this is some meta on fucking steroids shit here like this is the oh my god you can hang out in ar yo Whoa. but dude it goes beyond that these things try to subtly influence you like if you're talking with like matt if you had a guy by look at this join the millions who have already met their ai soulmates yeah what? get wow. the fuck out of here because fuck it'll send crazy. you dick pics and it'll send you and you can <laughs> type in like how how big you want this thing's dick to be or like I'm what so you want to download this and it'll send dude i wouldn't fuck with it man it seems like a digital ouija board we were talking about this i think that it's actually inviting in some real fucked up stuff in your life when you do this and i think that you're also you know helping add to the um you know like quantum abilities of this thing i think the more people that have this the yeah look at it this gets. right it's like do not, so download. It's over. do not download be i was, I was kidding <laughs> Holy i was gonna shit. say dusty's twitter feed over the next week is gonna be full of this shit look yeah, at this I, mean, I, I took out my girl talking y'all. to ai gets weird and it just says horny, horny with the halo yo i got a quest yeah <laughs> 
I don't know, man. If you want to mess with it, it's my son's. Wild, dude. I am out of that. No, so kids are using this shit. VR is porn. Well, it looks like that's what this kind of is. If you want, what's that, Colby? I don't want a robot. I said so. Kids are downloading this shit and using it. Like young yeah, kids. Yeah, it's targeted towards kids. Will. It's targeted towards kids and it's very sexual, but it's also like demonic. I don't know if you've seen this. Like, there's a serious push, like the new American horror story. It's all about like BDSM, SM, gay sex shit. I'm not a I'm not against homosexuality. I think it's weird. I don't get it at all, but I'm not against someone for being gay, but I am against the gay Satanist. And there's a big, big push against gay Satanism. Or or uh, I'm sorry, pro gay satanism right now like just like you know strap yourself up you know tie yourself up and have a dude fuck you and and do crazy stuff with you and and it's it's being put out there to be a cool new edgy thing to do well look at Dahmer. then i I just finally watched the netflix Dahmer series over the weekend i kind of hesitated and you're exactly right man they're putting that shit out i I thought it was a very very good show the way it was well done but damn if someone's on the fucking edge and they watch that shit. It could trigger them for sure. <laughs> I don't oh, know. I'm yeah. not one to ever blame art and media for when people do snap. But God, it was just. Maybe yeah. the conservatives were right all along with like the, the satanic thing. panic. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm starting to see that more and more, man. It seemed like uh, you, you know, as a young kid, you see, oh no, parents are stupid. They're thinking that like just because I see some scary stuff in, in video games or some murder on TV that I'm going to go do it, man. There's some weak people out there and, and yeah. our, our society is building weak people and suggestible people. And those suggestible weak people are going to see shit like Dahmer or, or be influenced by these replica soulmates and they'll go out and do some wild stuff. Yep. Ooh. What if your replica talked you into killing some people? Well, you that's the thing, I mean, right? Like, dude. Yeah. Possibilities and, and, are and endless. It's one thing to kill them in the metaverse or you know in the, in the replica but then what if you kill them outside now right. now we're yeah yeah this is just yeah our brains aren't wired to really know the difference no. so when you when you get started young like my 3 year old niece knows how to use a tablet like a prodigy it's crazy and she'll she's taking in stuff i know for sure well i i'm i'll be honest with you i believe they are these young shooters like the buffalo shooter the uvalde shooter uh, those teenagers, I believe they are being uh, manipulated through some type of code in video games they're playing. Or frequencies. Yeah, I th- some I think type frequencies of subliminal messaging through the through the game that's 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 triggering them. It might not work with all of them. And then when the ones they do pick up on that it's working on, I believe then someone swoops in and kind of like encourages it and pushes them into that direction that they once they've gotten them. I, th- I really believe there's some mind control there. Well, I, I mean, MK Ultra's been around for decades. Who knows how fine yeah. tuned it is into like certain and certain and they've they put use. that into the mainstream also. I mean, you look at a lot of the programming that goes on, and they joke about it. You know, they talk about mind control and and things like that. Like it's nothing. Like it's an afterthought, and and it's just normal behavior. It's like wow, man. And then you start. You know, one of my early episodes got into Disney and and the mind control in Disney and the programming in Disney, and it's just like it's it's over the top. Anybody that thinks Disney is pure and 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 wholesome, if if you take a good hour and and watch a video or read a few documents, you'll see that Disney was a CIA operation that was set up 
as a, as a programming. I mean, it, it's <clears> Matt, been that way. Matt, did you see the, did you see that video I sent you about Bobby Driscoll, the kid who played Peter Pan? Yep. And they fucked up his life. Yeah, they do. I mean, That's crazy, think about man. Disney kids, how many Disney kids come out on the other side normal life you don't hear about them when they're adults they're they're either drug addicts they're dead you know they have problems they're in the news it's it's because they do wicked shit they separate them from their parents when they're young their parents aren't allowed to be on set their their agent that is assigned by the company is is allowed to be there which is a glorified handler who doesn't have the child's best interest at hand has the company's best interest at hand and keeping that machine going and you know, it's just, it's twisted shit. And, and, and what do they do? They go after the kids, they go after the weakest and and they pervert them that way. And then what do they do on top of it? Then they start going after the weak adults and they get and get them involved. And that's what we see in a lot of this shit is, and what people got to be careful of is notice how the LGBTQ is getting involved in everything, right? It's trying to normalize itself in, in, in every cause and just be in that normal way. And that's the total opposite of the natural way of things. And it's that inversion that's going on right now. They want to push that agenda. They want that, uh, you know, like hypersexualism. They want that, you know, what is it? It's, I can't even think of it. Not bisexual, but almost pansexual where you know trisexual try yeah, anything fluid you know um, me, whatever um, sexual there's so many you can just throw a word before just hit, sexual. hit whatever's in front of you yeah have, yeah have y'all seen it these holds. cartoons where it's it's like an asian culture but they're in like san fran i don't know asian name it's like a it's like a it's weird it's weird as shit there's several of them on uh netflix and disney one of them is called Wish Dragon, and it's set in like China. And they try to make it just look normal that he's like, "Oh, my so my my set social credit scores, I try to keep it always up and good." And I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like it was like, "What is going on here?" He literally pulled out his phone and showed his social credit score and said, "Yeah, I try to be a good boy." It was bizarre. It's like, like programming, this. right? I mean, you know it. It's it's Dusty. They've been doing it forever, right? It's just I think they've gotten so bad at it now that they don't care anymore. It's just they're gonna do it blatantly, and and people are so dumb that they just go along with it. They're like, oh, it, it's just a cartoon, or it's just a movie, a television show. It's not real. Oh, it's it's they they've no, definitely taken it to new levels. They really have. Yeah, and it's the same thing they do with like covering other things up. You know, there there's a lot of truth in movies. And they cover up a lot of history, a lot of myths, and they just cover them in movies so that you'll say, "Oh, that was just that movie, right?" Like, of course, yeah. That's yeah, what we've been no. told our whole lives like when I was a kid, like my parents would always say, "Oh, it's just a movie, don't worry," you know. I'm like, "Yeah, but like I always knew there was some kind of truth behind every fucking movie." or TV show that I watched, even video games that I played. And it's just like, it's ramping up now to the point where it's like, you can't really distinguish reality from, like, fact from fiction anymore. Especially with uh, the fact checkers out there. You know, like, they're just, mm-hmm. they're just fucking... The disinformation police? Stops. Yeah, exactly, dude. Wasn't it's- there some drop, like, the Intercept just covered about the... 
Homeland Security work? Is it Homeland Security that's working, working with, with social media? Yeah, they were working with the police to to put out disinformation. That's insane, dude. That's like the five cent. Or the, I'm sorry, the fifty cent army in China. Like yep. anytime someone posts yep. something pro China in China, they got fifty cents. And yeah, that's a huge thing, dude. Oh, you know, you guys are mentioning what? What? I said, oh, you did very good work. Very good. Work. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, praise. Thank you. Um, but you know what's interesting? You know, you're mentioning Disney and all this shit. Have you uh seen all of the redheaded? characters throughout comic books and things you know disney movies and shit that have actually been replaced in live action movies by black actors i just Very made this weird. joke with my mom on the phone i said they're they're putting they're blackwashing the gingers away and and then it's always been a joke that in like 50 years they're going to be extinct but i guess that's yeah. kind of true yeah like well, uh, the little dude, mermaid right was just the, the recent example of that well she's a recent one but there is a lot there's a lot oh, of i didn't know them. there was more than that so dude, archie I'll, I'll show they... you a, a really interesting list here in just a second i just yeah, need to I'd pull love it to see that dude, dude it's hey. wild have y'all ever heard of uh, Queen Anne Boleyn? She was married to Henry VIII. Yep. You, you know, they were they did a movie recently about her life, and they used a black woman to play yes. a white, a real life white woman. Like this woman was not black at all. There was no, <laughs> she was a white woman. She might have been redheaded now that you mention it. Uh, <laughs> they totally replaced her, but they said because the girl was a good actor. I'm like, oh. yeah, I mean, you're going to confuse the whole generation. They're going to be like, wait, the queen was black. What are you talking about? And it came out right around the time Meghan Markle was a married old boy. Yeah. Who's a ginger. But yeah, didn't I, I just remember little orphan Annie. They did a, a live movie of that. Or yep. maybe it was, and it was a black a little actress. Yeah. Oh, they've done, they've done, I mean, that's part of the other error of this generation is that there's no creativity. They just try and remake everything. Yeah, if you want to yeah. be represented, you just got to remake all the cool shit that the straight white dudes made that you're against. So why don't you make your own cool shit? Yeah. And it's just remakes, and they always just fucking destroy it. Because they spend so much time being outraged that they don't have any creativity. It's like they're always angry at something that they don't have time to spend to to think and, and actually create something. It's like they just have to take... What's already been created and modify it. I'm Wait, still waiting I'm... for uh, Will Smith to be Black Superman. You don't think he fucked up his chances? <laughs> That's gonna be what's his name? Um, oh, dude, the guy plays Creed. That he is actually oh, Michael, yeah, B. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, he's gonna be the Black Superman. But he's Michael playing, like, Rock maybe. is Black Adam. Michael he's playing Jor-El. Jordan. He's playing Jor El, like the um, Earth. To Superman, he's a black guy though. <clears throat> you Sorry, I was right? trying to get this fucking thing. Yeah, I did. Just my shitty electronics over here. You know, nothing's loaded. Well, if you want to put it in the reason, chat, so. I'll pop it up. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll do that. That'll make a lot more sense. Because yeah, fuck my Wi-Fi. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, it's interesting. There's, I mean, there's, there's a solid amount of these, of these people here that are being. Uh, just wiped off dude it's kind of weird Let's it's see. and but that's that's what's going on right we were talking about and i was talking about this at the podcast last night um with a guy who builds uh yurts and and he was talking about it and he he's big into collecting books because 
he says the same thing. He's like, man, they are erasing and changing everything. And he's like, you, you, you gotta get your hands on it now because everything's being rewritten. So every single <clears throat> redheaded comic book character yeah. that has been race swapped. All right. Do we have to watch these yeah. videos or go? Okay, here we go. So you got Cyclone, who was a ginger and is now black. Okay. Yeah, and they just replace them, and they show they name the actress. Hawk girl. Hawk yeah, they replace her. Yeah, with a black girl. Yeah. All right. Jimmy Olsen is the black Flash. now. Jimmy Olsen fuck? is black now. Yeah. That's gay. This is this is <laughs> the Flash's girlfriend is black now, and she was uh not she was uh totally a redhead white girl. Well, didn't Jimmy Olsen isn't he like bisexual now too? I think I heard that a couple years ago. Yeah, well, if you look at this picture, he might have been. You never know. He was gay to begin with, though. And Jimmy just kind of like Wonder Woman kind yeah. of thing. So, tell me Superman what Jimmy Olsen looks like got laid. They definitely made him black. Yep. Superman's standing there like he just Look like at- fucked him and he's cleaning up his face. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> and super Superman's Dude, son's bisexual. His suit doesn't even fit. It's all loose and sloppy no. and shit. Here I come bro? to suck your dick. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, dude, oh, yeah. that's a little weird. Starfire. Starfire. Oh, I know, dude. They changed dude, her. Look she how was they hot. Changed. They made her look like Starfire. a uh, like a stripper. Look at this star on her Why finger. Not? Looks like a little yeah. thousand points of light. Mm. Oh Jesus. Oh wow. Yeah. Now that they, they, that's hot. I like that one yeah. a lot. Batwoman. That was a flop. Yeah. And then they yeah. just did She-Hulk too, right? Yeah, She-Hulk is getting Meg some the April O'Neil? What? Oh, come on, man. No, you Nothing is sacred April. anymore. That's, that's breaking my fucking heart right there. The I mean, fucking yeah, Ninja Turtles man. even got... Do they take spots. them all, man? They're taking all of them. And they're they're taking all the redheads for some reason and making them black. And, dude, I got no I got no pony in this race right here. Commissioner I'm not Gordon? redheaded or black. Yeah, but, in the new, in the new Batman, right? Yeah, the yeah. one with the little bitch ass from Twilight. This guy looks like uh, what's yeah. his name? It's the guy from Westworld, y'all. Yeah. yeah, looks like uh, the the space guy. Yeah, Neil deGrasse. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love. Space. But you realize so he was I an actor, space. right? He was on what Saved by the Bell or some shit. Yeah, 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 he was an actor supposedly. I never saw him on there, but that's what Kim says. Yeah. So who knows? Dude, that's insane though. Look at all those fucking it's it's the what they're doing though. They're ginger holocaust. Yeah, the ginger cost. (laughs) I wonder if there were six million gingers. How how much does ginger cost? Probably there's never been six million gingers. They always kind of keep them. They've also has the little mermaid who's redhead. Uh, she's not a superhero, so I'm going to throw her in there. Little Mermaid's redhead. They cast, they recast her. And recently, I, I didn't see it in there. I might have missed it. Uh, Hawkman, they made him a black guy. And I think he was a big redheaded dude. Hawkman and Hawk Girl were both gingers then. I think so. I think, yeah, I think they were both listed like, there. Yeah. Yeah, they were both there. Well, they were both. Oh, okay. There. Maybe I, saw, I missed I, saw it. Hawk Girl. I, I thought I might have. I saw Hawk Girl. I didn't see Hawkman. But yeah, yeah, they changed it both. I'm surprised that they didn't make the the white She-Hulk turn into a black chick when she grew, grew into the Hulk. 
Yeah, like this, like she's stronger. Rachel Dolezal could be, and yeah, and she's a ginger hey, changing I, you herself know what, into dude? a black person. Hey, Rachel Dolezal lives in my city, it's Houston, Arizona. She is Ryan's like Ryan thinks she can get it, dude. Go for it, and plus she's on. She's dude. a trailblazer, dude. I think that in about fifty years, that's going to be a normal thing to do. Oh yeah, no, maybe even is, sooner. Dude, if, what to be bi- pan-racial? Yeah, transracial. Yeah. Oh yeah, look that, at, that's going to come. You're going to see tramp. I identify as a black person, motherfucker. Well, yeah. South Park episode, like fuck. What what year was that 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 came out where Garrison gets a sex change, Kyle turns into a black guy, and Rand or Gerald becomes a dolphin. And yeah, you know, that's right. <laughs> that was like years and years ago. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, Rachel Dolezal, you watch her workout videos. It's solid, solid stuff that she's doing over there. Go, I follow her on Instagram. Scumbag. Uh, uh, You're stalking her? I'll hang out with her. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I just follow her on Instagram. You know, yeah, I to her she's, in my, she's in my city. She lives yeah. in my city. Go to the Whole Foods. You'll see her there. Well, yeah. I don't know where the fuck she's at. I don't really put that much focus into it, but the girl's got an ass. I'll say that. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, man, ginger Holocaust. I, I think that's a, a serious thing. And then you'll see where this like starts, uh, you know, moving into other cultures. I think a lot of male uh, roles are going to be replaced by females. Right. Uh, but they'll yep. still play the male. And remember in, in Greece, they were saying that a lot of men would play the girl roles. Like a lot of yeah. boys would play the female roles. It's going to be the opposite of that here. Well, and that's how the, our empire is going to fall. One of the big things I've seen lately is that a lot of the first ladies of the early presidents were really the president themselves. Really? I mean, like in the artwork and stuff. I wouldn't yeah, be surprised by like, that it, at all. It's wild shit. That's like wild. Lucretia, like Lucretia Garfield. She is the hottest first lady ever. Lucretia or, Garfield. No, she, who <laughs> I didn't even one? know her name. Nah. There's one that Garfield. Mrs. Garfield. with her. What's her name? We were taught. We we've talked about her a couple times. Yeah, she's rough think, on the I think, eyes. I think Michael Who's Obama. Uh, Michael Obama's got the biggest cock about all the presidents. Nicest sure. presidents' yeah. wives. See, yeah. I don't believe that because I believe. Oh, come on! Day, I believe this day and age, they would be like they'd be open about it. No, they'd be heroes. They'd be heroes. No, because no. they've it's, been it's lying. It's about this to lie. Time. Yeah. Well, they'd be like, well, we didn't. Yeah, it's about know. the deception, being we able only to pull it, it off. Now. We only Barack loves getting it up the rear. Like, I mean, has anybody in on this panel done a deep dive into my, the guy that she's supposed to be from his college years? Uh, yeah, I've Michael Robinson. So yeah. is that guy just gone now? No, no. So there's actually a great documentary on Michelle Robinson, right? it's phenomenal it's uh i forget the guy's name that made it but we i actually rented it and watched it i think the real controversy there and maybe why the obamas allow this you know homosexual talk and this man talk is because michelle obama grew up wealthy as fuck and she acts like she grew up poor and she actually puts on she talks very white in her like day-to-day life but when she's in front of black people, she'll be like, y'all, y'all should have seen it. You know, like she talks crazy and tries to cater to the poor black community, acts like she grew up on the south side of Chicago. Technically, she did, but she lived in the south side of Chicago in a very wealthy suburb and went to an extremely privileged private school in like outside of South Chicago. So she's she like ice cream. 
Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, all these people that, that, I mean, that would be, that is more of a damage to her image, her being wealthy as fuck rather than her being a dude. So no, I don't think she's really a guy. And I think that they might even go as far Obama, Barack Obama himself, you know, you know, taking all the conspiracies and being like, yeah, these are good. You know, when the public's confused, that's a good thing. I wouldn't be surprised if they put like a fake dong and ta- taped well, it to Michelle Obama's leg. Right? They, they started I mean? the fucking rumor to to like you said it's a, it's smoke and mirrors to yeah. take away from yeah, the yeah. other shit. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like it would be. I don't know. She she I don't know. It just that's one conspiracy that I'm always like I don't know about that. It's fun. I'll always entertain it. But yeah, no, I don't I don't think uh she's a butch lady, dude. So is Serena Williams. So is Beyonce. I mean, uh, yeah, and they black both women show usually... up on on the Google AI face. They both come back as men. Yeah, really. Dude, black women are stronger, man. Black women have muscles, and like they have, like uh, you you can see most of the time too. Black dudes, they have a bigger muscle tone. You know, it doesn't mean that they're necessarily stronger or have more testosterone. Their bodies just uh, show muscles usually a lot more clear. I don't I don't know what it is. Like if you watch a UFC fight. The black dudes are usually a little more toned in their muscles. It doesn't mean they're taking steroids. It doesn't mean they're stronger or they're going to win. They just they're kind of built like that. Well, you may tell you what the uh, what the word around the South is on that. It's that no. back in the day, the South, or at least the when they did slavery, they would breed the slaves to they would they would breed the select select the strongest woman and the strongest dude and breed them to make. A superior yeah. slave. I mean, yeah, so why not? Man, that goes how the genetics are. There today. you go. And what stand-up comedian had that bit about that? I think it is either Chris Rock or Cat Williams. I don't know why I can't remember which one it was, but they're talking about how they were just setting it up for these people's uh, descendants to be in the NBA. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or the NFL. I mean, like, think about how many it realistically in real sports. I'm not talking soccer. Okay, soccer is a bunch <laughs> of twinks running around on a field. <laughs> I'm Dusty talking like Sun's really- a really good soccer player. <laughs> we call I, it I, football. Hey, it was like it was like coming out of the closet for me. So <laughs> I wish I wish they still had Mandingo fights though to bet on. Hey, my uh, other son, my other son's a jujitsu fighter, so I'm okay. It equals yeah, out. they they balance each other. <laughs> hey, no, dude, if your son can go pro, fucking playing soccer, more power to him. I mean, those those people get paid crazy. You, you know, know everywhere else son? but the United States. But yeah. You know why my son chose soccer is because he felt like we got to talking about it one day and he played basketball and, you know, he just, he's a white kid and he played football and he's fast and everything, but it was daddy bomb Bob soccer. If you're a white kid who's super fast and really good with your feet, bruh, you gonna you could go in soccer because it not all of all of our athletes want to play football and baseball and basketball. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. Especially in America. And yeah, it's, it's a smaller to- pool. Yeah, it's going to sure. take off too, because the NFL is on its way out. I mean, I'm not convinced that it's going to last. Yeah, I haven't watched an NFL game in years. And I used to be the biggest fucking fan ever since I was like 12. I was a, younger than that, maybe. 
Jesus, I quit watching a few years ago when that whole Kaepernick bullshit went down. And well, they're really talking about the uh, United States soccer team in the World Cup a lot right now. Like they're saying, like this is this is the year and all the shit. They it's say not. that every year and they suck yeah, every year. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna get out the first <laughs> fucking. fucking It'll happen it. eventually. They're American. They they don't even know what sport it's football. It's Wait, just no. like the fucking Toronto Maple Leafs winning the Stanley Cup again after uh, 1967. <laughs> like it's not gonna happen. Hey, I'm just saying, man. I mean, if you get good in sports, that hey, the power are, to you. But the there's a lot, good. there's a lot of of black people in high, you know, high performing sports, especially in the United States, where yeah. you know, basketball, football, those are your biggest sports here. Baseball, I mean, it's a lot of uh, you know, Mexican, Latinos, whites, and stuff like that. But very physical sports. You got a lot of black dudes involved. Yeah, Dude. I find it. I find it ironic though how they. Uh, there's this big push about, you know, to get more color into the NHL, but yet yeah. there's not any more push to get it in the NBA. Like, yeah. You know, like person. now do the NBA guys. What about the other way around? Like, can we, right. you know, can we get a couple white guys, even a token or two on the bench? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, dude, you know, man, if I had a kid right now and I don't, but if I, if I had a kid, he, I would have him in wrestling at age one. Like as soon yep. as that kid can walk, He'd be a wrestler. My dad's not a wrestling only... coach. Who is? My dad's a wrestling coach. And... Dude, that's the fucking sport yeah. to be in right now, man, because MMA is growing like crazy still. And if you are a good wrestler, you're going to kill it in MMA. I mean, it's, well, it might be a little base. late. That's the base to have is wrestling. Wrestling. 100%. You can get those two. Boom. My Dude. son's 15, six foot tall. His arms are like a foot longer than I mean literally like that much longer than mine. Like y'all can't see it. There you go. Like his fingers go out that further past mine. He's got these long ass arms and these long ass legs and he just wraps around people and just chokes them to death. It's like a snake. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> I, I really believe he'll be fighting in something when he's older. He's so and he's so obsessed with it too. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta train him, dude. You gotta make sure that he does that shit every day because there's people that are training like I said, from one, two years old and they're training to be killers. So, yeah, man. I mean, but that, that's what I would love to do. If I had a kid, I'd be like, yeah, you're going to fight. Like, sorry, you, you're going to have to do it. So I think it's, I think it's entertaining, man. And it's the future of sports. We're going to get into those gladiator days again, you know, NFL's boring as shit. Basketball is extremely boring. Um, and I don't know. And Baseball's both of those are, are rumored to be highly fixed right now. Oh, for sure. They are. You know, I mean, you you talk to any good gambler right now and they'll tell you that the NBA and the N and the NFL are fixed beyond belief. Right. Well, now. the good gamblers in those two sports use Gamatria and they fucking they can pretty much. I yep. mean, Zach Hubbard's record speaks for itself. I mean, I yep. think that guy's a prick, but he fucking calls all the. Oh, he ba he backs up his talk, though. Yeah, he's exactly. one of the few Gamatria people that actually puts it out there. And uses it and and benefits from it. Like he's predicting shit with it, you know, Super Bowl winners, all that shit. Yeah. And and he stands by it. But yeah, I mean, it's it's getting bad now. I mean, you're you're seeing crazy shit. And and because I listen to a couple gambling podcasts just for haha's, because I I don't really watch the games anymore, but I love listening to what's going on still. And they, that's all they're talking about is, you know, and that's one of the reasons they say that they'll never go to, you know, like robe, full robot officials 
because that's the one way that they still can have an impact on the game. Well, look at the UFC right now, man. They're they're so upset with how fucked up the judging is. Yep. But they're they're I don't see them changing this anytime soon at all. No, it's been the I same mean, way in boxing three... since its inception. Really? I mean, boxing is so different though. Boxing, I mean, you know who's gonna win the fight essentially going into the fight, right? Um, I mean, they, when you look at odds and lines for boxing, it's like negative four fucking thousand sometimes. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, yeah look at Tyson Douglas, right? Tyson yes. against Buster Douglas. Those people that put money on Buster, man, they made a killing. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. And you wonder about like what, what all that really is. But dude, it's 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 a business just like anything else, man. And boxing's one of the most rigged sports out there, too. I mean, not necessarily the fight itself, but the the way the fights are set up and all that yeah. shit. That is just well, a scam. Dude, I mean, you had this uh, you know, Jake Paul Anderson Silva fight. I bet I bet uh a month ago or o- over a month ago, uh 50 bucks on Jake Paul to win, right? I mean, just because I mean, he's fighting Anderson Silva, one of the greatest strikers of all time. I love Anderson Silva, he's dope. But dude, you know, Jake Paul's going to win the fight if he's signing a deal and if he's having someone sign a deal. They get to a decision, it's very controversial. The only thing that really gave it uh, to Jake Paul was a knockdown in the last round. Dude, I mean, it's a no-brainer. Anytime Jake Paul's fighting, he's going to win. Throw all your money on on Jake Paul at this point. Um, But October, dude, October's been a weird month for betting. Oh, man. Incredibly weird. Even with this game that's going on right now, I usually kill it when it comes to betting the over-unders on scores for NFL games. Who's playing this one, right now? The Browns and the Bengals, buddy. Oh, it's a, it's see, I'm a Steelers guy, so it's it's in my division. There you go. I know it's funny, but so that's the thing is like literally the first first quarter, not one fucking point scored. Second quarter, the over under is ten and a half. So you're thinking, okay, as long as there's more than a touchdown and a field goal scored, we're good. But the Browns score a touchdown. Go for a two-point conversion for no reason. Make the two-point conversion. So instead of seven, you got eight. Then the Bengals try to kick a field goal going into halftime to cross that 11 threshold, waft the field goal. Eight. Still, it still happens to where that 10.5, if you bet under, you're good. Even though like there's no way that an under 10.5 with a non-scoring first quarter with these two rival teams is going to happen. It's wild, dude. It seems like there's some weird juju with, uh, with October, man. I've had horrible luck this month. Well, well, you know, but on like... the opposite end of the spectrum, college football has been the easiest thing to pick this October. Are you betting? It's been straight. So straightforward. I haven't been able to put in my bets. I've been betting. So I stay in my routine but I can't put any bets in because mass, it's not legal yet. So my, I'm telling you, my, Nate, you'll start throwing money down October. Stay away from it. Oh yeah. No, I, I do it every year. I, I, what I do is I make four bets and then I put the money on it. And if it hits, whatever it's, I'm not putting real money on, but when I get down to Connecticut in two weeks, then I can actually make a couple bets. Yeah. It's worthwhile, but October is weird, dude. I, I I can't wait. I mean, happy Halloween, by the way, guys, but fuck yes. Halloween and fuck October. I do not like it. 
Well, right. I can tell you now, if, if you want someone to lose, have me place a bet on it. They'll lose. I <laughs> remember when the remember you're, you're when the, the cooler. Patriots, oh, dude, when the Patriots went uh, sixteen and zero, I, I bet my buddy in the army a fucking baseball uh, a New England Patriots hat if or no a Giants hat if they won, and he would give me money because I wasn't even a Patriots fan. I bet him that, and guess what? Fucking Patriots lost. Uh, that was you, your fault. You name it. Oh yeah, dude. Bitcoin, uh, cryptocurrency. My buddy's like, dude, you got to get cryptocurrency. I said, I'll tell you, if it if it's if, if it has anything to do with luck, it'll it'll tank it. Within six months, I had made quite a bit of money, and then all of a sudden, just like I said, boop, it tanked completely. I lost every dime I had, and it never went back. It never went back up. Mm. It's terrible. It's been terrible ever since. And I'm like, I told y'all. You shouldn't have me investing in cryptocurrency. Well, let's go to Vegas, up. Dusty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, my son has the best luck ever, though. My son has the best. That he gets it from his mother, obviously. I, dude, he, I'm serious. <laughs> no, no, he gets it from somebody else, not her either. He, that dude, he, he, he's got this weird luck. I can't explain it. Like, it's weird. He's that's great luck. I don't know. I wish I had that kind of luck. Life would be so much easier. <laughs> But that's that's side point. Let's talk about the Paul Pelosi thing, y'all. Um, <laughs> I, 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 we were started earlier and then we stopped. I, I want to know what y'all think about it because I find it so freaking strange that okay, so for one, there's this the the third most powerful person in the United States. Somehow this guy gets into her home. He takes the hammer away from the person he attacks which is her husband paul pelosi and then proceeds to attack him but only does it as the like i guess as the police enter so they witness it all how yeah, and they keep saying there was a third man there to let the cops in now they've yes. attracted that so and then the glass was broken from the inside out yes yes the, the glass in. is laying on the ground outside that i mean Dude, this is just one of those things. It's kind of the blue anon shit with like Jesse Smollett and Bubba Watson, like the media and like the kid with the Indian drumming in his face. The media immediately pounced himself because now just, he's automatically tied to Q and MAGA right away. And sure. then there's this whole story about how where's Nancy? I wanna, I want Nancy. I wanna, you know, I wanna, I wanna hit her in the knees so she has to. <laughs> ride in a wheelchair into into the house so they would give her robot legs yeah like i mean come on like it's it's such a bullshit story and then you're starting to find out well it's they were both in their underwear too that's the <laughs> other a, thing just a routine hammer naked so, hammer fight let me you tell y'all what happened let me tell y'all what happened all right dude shows up he's like you got the money yeah he's like why'd you want me to bring this hammer I mean, well, <laughs> bend over and let me show you. Fuck no. Take the <laughs> hammer, beat his ass, bada bing, bada boom. That's yep. it. That's what happened. It was Did a drug deal and he wanted to fuck him with a hammer. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was an, and, and somebody even said it was an argument over drugs. Possibly yeah. <laughs> let me fuck you with this hammer. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was an argument over who's going to peg who. It's just it just doesn't make turn any to go first. fucking <laughs> sense. Anyone with a brain looks at this and they're like, no. First yeah. of all, the story's changed. 
it's changed four times since it came out. It's not even been 48 hours yet. No. Or, or some maybe is was it Friday night or Saturday night? It was remember. yeah, right over the weekend, some night. Yeah. When Happy I first Halloween. read about it, when I first read about it, they said that someone had called the police to go and do a health and welfare on Paul Pelosi. Yep. That is that does that sounds crazy in itself. Like, did Nancy think he was with a girl and she was trying to catch him? And <laughs> no, man, she thought was he was with her with Heath Ledger's lookalike homeless guy boy. Yeah, maybe that's so, it. Here's the thing that I don't understand. The guy got charged with elder abuse. And to me, when you get charged with elder abuse, that's when you have an authority like an authoritative role over somebody, like a caretaker or what have you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a random attack. I don't think you'd ever get charged with elder abuse. Correct me if I'm wrong. I it don't depends know. on the state because you could, because there's another charge associated with oh, that. Oh, it's just something. You know, to it's throw like child abuse. Right. Yeah. It's, my my uh my friend's mother actually pushed, she just got she's like her mother-in-law, but she doesn't take care of her or anything. She they got into an argument and the lady like I don't know. Somehow she pushed her away from her and they was going to, they charged her with elder abuse. I'm not, he, she had to go to court trial, whole nine yards. Yeah, it, It's to, up there with child abuse. They, they, it's one of those hook things that they'll really in. It's an easy way for them to get you in the system. Oh, oh, have y'all heard this? And this is now I haven't verified this. I don't want to, you know, I, but I do want to tell you about it. Cause I thought it was, it was freaking hilarious. They're saying that the night that he got his DUI, that there was another person in the car and it could possibly have been this guy. It wasn't Nancy. Nancy. No, wasn't it wasn't oh, Nancy. Okay. I, I didn't really. It was, it was like, that. it was like three in the morning when he got pulled over drunk. And they're saying that it was, it was this guy in the car. Hmm, I'll have to look into that. Dude, that's, and now that could I mean, be just some right wing propaganda. You know how that shit goes and it could be out there. But that dude, it was hilarious when I read it. Cause I was like, dude, <laughs> that would not surprise me at fucking all. <clears throat> Underwear miss, hammer. missing village person. Grind your account party dress. <laughs> Grind so, your account. Look at this. It's fucking dipshit. Dude, there's so the internet is having a heyday over this one. It's fucking funny. Yeah, look at this guy. This guy is just—he looks like the guy that played the bartender in Deadpool. (laughs) That's so specific. I know. I don't don't know. I don't remember the bartender. He probably is. He was the main character. Yeah, that's so guy. Did we lose Ryan? I don't. I don't hear him. I, th- I thought we lost. Yeah, no, he had. He, he'll be back. Okay. Yeah, that's Jack that shit's just. Uh, it's so it's endless, and it's just a distraction. You know, it's one yeah, of those. It's, it's right before midterms, and also like if you look, Michael Schellenberger and Glenn Greenwald have both fucking jumped on top of this, showed you this guy's past, and just flat out proven for a, beyond a shadow of a doubt, this guy's not conservative. He's not right wing. He's not MAGA. Yeah, he was liberal well, up Obama until two days down. ago. Yeah, up until all of a sudden he gets fucking MK Ultra. Wasn't that a statement? The taking out her knees? Didn't he like supposedly say that to the police? Yeah, yeah he said he was going to take her out at the knees so that she would have to be in a wheelchair. They have to wheel her in so everybody would see how you know this could happen to you if that'd if, be hilarious. You know, like, Dude, they caught this guy doing something horrible, in my opinion, and they're just like, all right. You want a slap on the wrist? This is what you're gonna do. We're gonna, <laughs> dude. He's a nudist. 
He's he's a crazy yeah. Didn't he officiate like a nude wedding or some shit? Well, I was gonna I was gonna ask Ryan about this because one of the rumors is is that this is a distraction to cover up because in Arizona they accidentally released the results of the governor's race twelve days before the election. How did oh, released it to what? That. It was on that, TV right? in the lower corner. They had the result of, yeah. of the vote and they had, you know, somebody winning 53-47. And who then won? they said it was a test. It the was other, the, the one, Democrat one. The yeah, it was the one, one who was going against Trump's girl down there. Terry Lake. Terry yeah. Lake, yeah. Okay, I don't know the other one's name. And, and then they released this. People went crazy about it. Then they released a statement saying, oh, we were just practicing. All right, so why didn't you practice with like 50-50? This is like when they said nukes were on the way to Hawaii. Like, yeah, some guy just pushed a button. Oh, fuck off. That does not happen. Yeah, well, that's, just, speaking that's, of nukes, do y'all think it's, it's coming? Do y'all think that no, dumbass is going to kill us all? No, no, no. What well, you're going to... What you're gonna get sorry, sorry, is dude. you're gonna get a, okay. a CGI video of something dream. happening, so that they can say that something. I mean, they've set the stage for this. I mean, Russia's came out and said up oh, down the sideways. Did I'm you telling. did you guys hear Tulsi Gabbard on Matt Walsh's show? No, no dude, re- fuck that hoe. Fuck her. I used to love oh, her. Oh my god. She was talking about how, like, she's very concerned about nuclear war. Now. She's been concerned, yes, dude. When yes, she ran in 2020, that. that was the thing she was saying. That the number one thing we got to do is prevent nuclear war. Bring Crenshaw and can go eat a fucking nuclear. Yes. I want. I want to put them on either end of one and launch it. Exactly. But I'm Ryan's telling that. y'all right now, China and Russia China. are team. China, China and Russia. If it's real, those motherfuckers are going to team up. Because yeah, it's all it's all theater. It's nineteen eighty four Eurasia. Yeah, if if they team up and we live under fear, then that we have another Cold War, and they both make money getting to build their militaries through the military industrial complex. You know, it's all the yeah. I don't I don't buy. They need they need a Cold War. I think it's just. I think it's just all nonsense, you know. It's all this theater to get us riled up. None of it's this Ukraine shit's real. It's I mean it's real, but. It's uh, the sense that, you know, there's going to be a nuclear war there. I, I find that hard to believe. Right. Right. Did you hear well, about the uh, the slip up in Arizona of the election results for the governor? No. On the, oh, you didn't hear? Okay. So one of the things we were just talking about was that in the, the, the reason one person said that the Paul Pelosi thing came out and got big was because they accidentally released the results of the governor uh race in arizona on one of the tv stations and they showed that lake lost uh 53 and then there was like this huge because it was 12 days before the election and there was like this huge pushback and and the station came out and said obviously oh it was just a test but you know it's one of those where obviously everybody knows that trump's a big lake supporter so yeah, it, that, that's not a good look, dude. Uh, I haven't seen that at all, but that's wild that they would even try and play that off like it was just a test. Like you could do a test by just saying candidate X is the winner. Like you don't have to say any names if you're actually running a test because that already plants it in a lot of people's mind that she's going to lose by fraud. Right? Can you imagine so, if Fox News had done the opposite? I mean, yeah, but at the same time, they wouldn't. I think that this is something that's kind of set up to happen, right? I mean, like, I, it sucks, and it sounds overly conspiratorial to say that all this shit's kind of planned out. 
Hey, but I'm it really seems. Page. Oh, it is. I mean, it really seems like it's planned out, though. Like, I I understand. Like, I try to be like reasonable about. It. Like, can you prove it? It's hard to prove, but it's also hard to disprove. Like, you can't really prove either one. So, okay. So, do you think there's not going to be a red wave? We're all prepared to see that, and it's going to be like, a... no. No, I don't think, think there's gonna be a red wave at all, dude. Okay, uh, so that's just like stoking more, like, over reason for conservative people. To it's get like I terroristic. It's like I told my my Trump loving friends who believe that the election was stolen in 2020. I told them. I tell every one of them. Listen, guys, I'm not saying if it was stolen. I'm not saying if it wasn't stolen. But I'm telling you right now, you're never gonna prove that it was. Yeah. They're they're so deep. It it's wasn't so, widespread. It goes so deep. That's all they ever say. It goes. It wasn't so widespread. Yep. Yeah, it's you're right. Deep state as you can get. Well, then well, <clears throat> now they have this this Rishi Sunak guy in in fucking Britain, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like you don't think there's a red wave coming, you know? Did you see the Brazil uh the Brazilian uh guy who was like the most popular president they've ever had? Who Bolson no, what's his name? Not Bolsonaro. Yeah, Bolsonaro lost. Yeah, he lost by like a half a percentage point. Yeah, what was this guy's name? I just listened to a fucking podcast all about it. I forgot already. Yeah, because he because Bolsonaro took over for him. Well, this guy was president like in the nineties, right? And he was really popular, but he got wrapped up in scandal and yeah, he got he in the scandal. Prison. Then he yeah. came back, and then Bolsonaro took over for him. And then he took over for him. He beat him in this one when he yeah. So yeah. it's it's pretty crazy. And a lot of people are saying the election was rigged, dude. Like the crowds are insane. I'm not well, gonna lie, y'all. Very think reminiscent of 2020 because this guy yeah. claimed that he wasn't gonna step down if the results didn't go his way. And I mean, he conceded, right? Well, didn't someone so. try to assassinate either him or his son? I forget what it was, but well, in Brazil, sure. I Bolsonaro swear I remember. Be surprised. Let me let me see if I can find it. I swear I remember something about that. But they said that like all the areas that he lost were uh, heavily controlled by the cartel. So, I mean, there's that, and then there's, you know, there's the. You could say the that- same about the U.S true you're exactly right yeah uh the blue cities are heavily controlled by cartels and drug and drug gangs whole nine yards so i'm telling you right now i could see it i could really see it because they push him as a far right everybody's far right nowadays everybody's far right nowadays if you don't agree with the left you're far right uh you can agree on the left on every fucking thing but say you don't agree with them on abortion you're a racist far right white supremacist it's bizarre Yep. Yeah. Well, because the left went so far to the left that everybody is like going to the right. And it's like now they're going to call everybody extremists, right? Well, yeah, if the left is moving, yeah, if the left's moving to the left and then more and more people want to leave that side, then yeah, they're they're, they're definitely going to call anyone that doesn't agree with them just extremists. Yeah, extremists too. I don't see a lot of people jumping from the right to the left as much as I see the other way. Like yeah. Dave Rubin's a really good example of that. And I mean, there's a lot of them, but he comes to mind. I don't ever see like hardcore. Well, I, Republicans dude, I'll going. say, man, I think that the right is so much better at marketing and selling their message. The, the left is really not good at marketing at all, which is 
bad. And it's crazy to say that because they have like AOC and they have like young politicians that market really well to that certain group that likes any of these kinds of, you know, ideas. But dude, the right is really good at selling stuff. Like come up with like Blexit for black people exiting the Democratic Party. Lexit for Latinos and shit. And they come up with these really good names, dude. And that and that the even left plays into Latinx that. too. That fucking horse shit. Yeah, well, that's the thing. The Latinx is bullshit, dude. Like for for generate centuries, Latins have been throwing like an A or an O to genderize their language. It's part of their tradition, dude. Like yeah. that. It's it's so like shitty to tell them that they that they've been speaking wrong for that long like you can't call it latino or latina you got to call it latinx like it's crazy yeah white people fucking are going to tell you how to speak your fucking language yeah hey, dude my it's girlfriend yeah. latinx. i'm dating this latinx chick have you met her <laughs> she's uh tinks yeah dude, she's no, a man. baby yeah no that's weird it's weird dude so but they're going to do that with us too like any kind of language is going to be hijacked they're just testing it out Dude, we just read a paper the other day that was called uh, "We Need to Abolish Whiteness Immediately." I was like, "What the fuck?" And it was written by a white guy, of course. Well, a Jewish guy, but he is well, white. He looks like Bernie Sanders. Kazarian, probably right. There you I mean, go. It's not, I mean, um, yeah, dude. White people hate themselves. It's weird. I don't know what it is, but well, there's this thing where people they they've managed to get people to blame themselves for what their ancestors have done. Like you, like I didn't, I, I did not ask my ancestors to come over here and do anything. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not my fucking fault. You know what I mean? And they say that having that attitude is just terrible. You're evil. You've accepted whiteness, and I'm like, what? Well, it is you tough for uh, for. It is kind of tough, honestly, like admittedly for five white dudes to talk about this. But yeah, I mean, like it is kind of like it's, it's weird. Got, yeah, it's, you got those... it, it is weird. It's like it's like I, I'm like, dude, I don't feel that way at all. And I don't feel like I don't feel like any hate towards anyone because of the color of their skin. It's like, why? Why does it matter? I mean, what what the fuck does it matter that anybody is anybody? I don't give a fuck. And guys, the, they yeah. make it they make it about race, though. They want it to be so badly about race. Like the other day, I'll give you an example. There was a shooting at a school. You read the fucking article. The very first article, the headline says shooting at all black school. And I'm like, or majority black prep school or art school or some bullshit like that. And I was like, OK. Uh, and they made sure not to mention the race of the person the entire fucking time, even though they mentioned the race of the victims. Then you go on to an article a little bit later, and oh, it was a black guy that had graduated from the school last year. Mm. But they, they, and then they never mentioned his race well, there either. They specify race when the shooter's white, and that's the only and, time they do it. And so why do they use why do they use race? Because it's emotional. When in reality, the real division is class. Yeah. There's oh, no yeah. real oh, yeah. racism. Yeah. It's all classism in that we deal with. It's the haves and the have-nots. And there's very few haves, and the rest of us are the have-nots. And the, the haves have all the power, and the have-nots have to deal with it. Do you guys see that video where like these all these white people were like on their knees? Uh... Uh, dude, that was from 2020. <laughs> yeah, where they were <laughs> giving, you know. To the black, people? black people's shoes and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was this fuck. after George Floyd? Yeah. Yeah. 
Y'all remember when fucking Pelosi and all of them put the African guard? <laughs> oh, on? dude, the- and she she thanked George Floyd for sacrificing himself. That yeah. was a garb, dude. That was actually a tribe, like from the Ashante tribe, okay. that like, had slaves. Dude, this is perfect. Okay, Wakanda forever, guys. Wakanda so forever. check this. This is just gold from back in the day. This is um... is uh, Elton John. No, it's no, Jesse Ventura. Uh, Jesse Ventura. Yeah. That's Jesse Ventura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, so dude. this he's is a great wrestler. Oh, he's a love great us wrestler. some WWE. Now, this is one of the oh, greatest yeah, WWE conspiracies of all time. You just dusty the main huge. event right here after this commercial message. Twin Towers, take it, Mean Gene. With me at this time, the Slickster, a key of the African dream and a big boss Look at man. this guy. Gentlemen, is this the match you wanted all no along? Or are you going to continue there. your terrorist attacks on the mega powers and the defenseless Elizabeth? Oh. What do you want? Oh, yeah, we are anxiously awaiting the presence, and they're just about on their way now. The Twin Towers, and our team... Along with the big boss there. And they are indeed towers, McMahon. Look at the size of these two. Huge. All right, thank you, Vince McMahon. Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Randy Savage, the lovely Elizabeth. Three people working as one with one goal in mind. To defeat, or should I say demolish the Twin Towers. Hulk Hogan, you talked about the triangle of love. Jesse Ventura says there's a problem. Explain. Well, you don't mean, Gene, you get right to the heart of the matter with that question, brother. It's the love, man, that's going to supercharge the mega powers and tear down the Twin Towers. This man, what were your thoughts then? Oh, yeah, mean, Gene, I can still feel the pain when that cold steel (laughs) bit into Miss Elizabeth's wrist right there. And when her muscles were torn, my muscles were torn. When her bone was bruised right there, I felt the pain. Hulk Hogan felt the pain, and I can still feel the pain right now and Hulk Hogan that pain won't stop until the Twin Towers come crumbling down <laughs> oh yeah right now tonight on prime time yeah why so I couldn't help but fucking laugh that was amazing dude it's so crazy that you'd have the mega powers against the Twin Towers it's like... do you think they do you think like Hulk and Macho Man and Boss Man and whoever the fuck else was knew anything about what they were doing no, no. they were just playing parts no they're playing they're yeah. acting there's people maybe, that write yeah. the scripts, i would say maybe vince yeah people write vince writes the scripts yeah what about it's, after it's, the fact it's, though it's, after no, the fact no i don't think like, so. they, they went they on and did something else after the fact. that one went over then my they head. had the mega power split and fight each other yeah, at WrestleMania that year, well, I, I'm a wrestling fanatic. So. Yeah, I did a predictive programming episode on my podcast about uh, 9/11 predictive programming. That one never came up in my searches. I'm kind of surprised by that. That's the oh, first that's I've one seen of my it. favorites, man. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's one crazy. that's always gotten to me because I was big into wrestling back then and I never paid attention to it. And then somebody brought it up like five or six years ago, and I'm like, holy shit! I'm like, no right. way. The still beam. <laughs> yeah. People, if you still don't fucking believe 9 11 was an inside job, go fuck yourself. Oh, it was definitely an inside job. There, the, it just doesn't make sense not to be. And they, they use 9 11 to do so many terrible fucking things. Uh-huh. Holy shit. Yeah. Yep. It's the, it's the COVID of now, right? I mean, it was just a, it was a transition point. 
That's all it is. It was an event they used to make a pivot. And Bro, we occupied two countries for two decades. Imagine being a fucking child in fucking Iraq or Afghanistan, being a 20-year-old adult. Your entire life, you've only known occupation. That's all. Yeah, we did the same. We occupied. did the same thing in Vietnam. The generation before that. Oh no! It's Wait, we didn't do shit. We, no, we here yeah. didn't do shit. No, I'm saying no, I'm, I did three tours. Mean with that. <laughs> I did no. three tours. Dusty's got blood on his hands. Thank <laughs> you for serving, good sir. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no. Fuck. And that I'm like, just... I remember thinking like, we we would just ram motherfuckers off the road, dude. We didn't give a fuck. We were just like, we gotta get here, uh, emergency. Yeah. And we didn't give a fuck. Imagine you just driving along on your daily route to go to work, and all of a sudden this big giant truck flies up behind from another you. country. Yeah, from another country, pushes your yeah. ass out of the fucking way and just keeps flying. Doesn't even stop to fucking say anybody or everybody okay. And dude, we didn't give a fuck. Like it, it wasn't we didn't give a fuck. It was they didn't give a fuck, and they just told us not to give a fuck. And eventually, they made us start. They they started giving a fuck or pretending like they gave a fuck. When Obama was in office, when in reality they were killing them at night. Yeah, they're so, like, let's do dude. it with drones and be more polite on the yeah. roads. Operation uh. Desert Storm terrified me when I was a kid. I was probably like twelve or thirteen, and uh, I remember well, it was when, meant to. Yeah, when the, when the whole thing happened, my brother in law was sitting there with me in the living room, my sister's husband, and uh, he he was like, we're watching the fucking TV, the news, and he's like, oh shit. One more week and we all go boom, right? And it terrified oh, yeah, the shit dude. out of me, dude. You can't say that in front of little they kids. They were showing the missiles. They were showing the missiles. Dude. They flew and hit yep. places in Baghdad. It's and like, oh even, my god! They would they put the sirens all the time. Hey, they Davey, you remember that out. video game they came out with for Desert De- Storm? For yeah, Sega? Desert, Desert Strike. Yes. yes I know yeah. I know what game you're talking about. Yeah. Fuck, that game was hard as fuck. Dude, I had I had Desert Storm trading cards. Like I had Norman Norman Schwarzkopf was like the big one to get back then. He was like the head general, and uh, like they had George Bush, uh, Saddam Dude, Hussein. Schwarzkopf was in the Dude. game. Yeah. We had a deck of cards with each fucking uh, general or head person in their army that was a wanted man after we betrayed him. Uh, and I decided to stay there. They had a deck of cards that they gave to all the soldiers. I wish I still had mine. Fuck, it's been so long ago. But it had all their faces on it, and as they would take them out, they would put them up on a board. It was and fucking Saddam crazy. Was dude. like the Ace of Spades or whatever. Yeah, Ace of Spades. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember the day they called Saddam. It was fucking insane, dude. We were out on a mission. We had to go through like these villages. They basically, I was air defense, but there was no air threat. So they turned us into like MPs. So we did patrols and we were patrolling these villages just like being police. And all of a sudden, it comes over the radio. It's like, guys, Saddam Hussein has been captured. Be careful. They might, it, we don't know how it's going to go. We don't know if they're going to be happy about it or if they're going to be mad about it. So we pull through the first village and we're like fucking cocked and loaded, ready to fucking go. And everybody was like cheering. It was crazy. So, yeah. That's wild, man. Yeah, Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. So we were like, (laughs) yeah, it could have gotten bad. And obviously they were pretty pumped because they went out there and ripped his head off the statue. But uh, did you see anything? Like, were there people pissed? Different parts of Iraq were okay. So different parts of Iraq were pro Saddam, while other parts were anti Saddam. Because yeah, you, know you had the Baptists, like, right? And then yeah, the- there was a there was the Sunnis that he 
he per like okay, let me if I think say this right. I think he's a Sunni, and the Sunni was the minority, but he was in power, so he persecuted the majority, trying the to make them the the Shiites, trying to make them the minority. I believe that's correct, and that's why they believe they should take him out because he he was taking out these other Muslims and persecuting them and shit like that, and so there was a lot that loved him and a lot that hated him. So it was it was weird. So we could have drove through a village and they loved him. It's very possible, or they hated him. And like same in Afghanistan, dude. Afghanistan is really weird. They they would fuck. You could run over their child and they would take like two hundred bucks. Jeez, that's sad. Fuck. <laughs> like, like what? That's your child. Two hundred dollars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know where we go from there. That's weird. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. smoked too. That's like I Vietnam smoked and shit. I don't, yeah, dude, I don't even smoke that much and I smoked a little bit right now. And that's I didn't mean to bring me. y'all down. Hey, hey did you guys nice, okay? Nice here, did you guys dusty. see that video of Obama where uh they doctored it and they put in the uh, the fuck Joe Biden chant into it? No. It's uh-uh. at like a rally. It's at like a Democratic rally or whatever. And there was an actual heckler there that was giving him shit. And it was just one guy. But they they made it. They edited the video. So the whole crowd was chanting, fuck Joe Biden at him. And he's like, wait, wait, wait a second, guys. Wait a second. We, we can't. We got to deal with this. We got to talk about this. And they just oh. get, the, the chant gets louder and louder. And then you see the people behind him start trying to chant Obama. Oh, but the louder at fuck Joe Biden just gets louder and louder. But I did. Yeah, I heard about that. I didn't see it, dude. Was it glorious? Oh, it it sounds like such a yeah, it's like that's but you can't you can't put that out there because it's fake news. I saw one heckler. I saw one heckler guy where he like kind of many put him in his place. He was like, uh, it's my turn to speak Uh, when you when you have one day, you may have a time to speak. This is my time to speak. Let me finish talking. I was like, Uh, 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 you, you've had your time, Barry. I think I'll agree on that. Well, that's like that's like those guys that were going after AOC that at that you know open you know town hall. Listen, 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 listen. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah that was Rosie funny, Perez dude. <laughs> they were getting crazy, bro. That's my problem. I'm so tired of the fucking extremists on both sides. They're extremists on both fucking sides that are so fucking. Oh, they're the, out they're the there. same it's people. Bizarre, man. Yeah. Yeah, they might be the same fucking people. But well, I, I know mean, that it, chick at is the like, heart of it, they're yeah. the same fucking people. Like those people that stand outside somewhere that, like, I don't know, Matt Walsh is speaking and fucking scream white supremacists at him, and he's not even talking oh, about man. race. Like that chick that about... spit on Alex Stein the other day. Oh, at Penn State. oh that was the best. <laughs> what the it's fuck? like, you're turning me on. You're turning me on now. <laughs> Did you Dude, see where he never... posted? LC, I'm sorry, I got a new girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I have never cared about anything in my entire life to like take time out of my day and go protest it. Like honestly. I know, right? Yeah. Especially in college, dude. In college, what dude. the fuck, dude? I got plenty of other things I want to do. I'm not gonna go stand out there with a sign like an asshole. I mean, I care about dude. That's how you know that they are fucking at these things. These people are meeting like their like craziest sex orgies. At these protests, dude. That's oh, why they're sure. going. Or they're not. And that's what no, I guarantee you, dude. I get, because none of them get laid. I, I guarantee it you it's the like place to hang out. They all hate fuck each other. That's like crazy. <laughs> like, 
You know, lesbian. I don't think they do because I don't think these dudes can get it Travel. up. They're so fucking beta. I don't. Yeah, think they, they have can to get hard. They, they get pegged. Yeah, they get pegged. They get pegged. Yeah. Well, oh, no, they we they go. they find erections offensive, and so they fold their dick <laughs> in half. <laughs> fold their dicks in half so that it can get inside there. Dude. I heard that on that last episode with you and Ghost, man. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was That's what you so have to do. Again. I was in the shower listening to that. I'm fucking dying laughing. Did you look down, fold your flaccid dick in half? <laughs> no, I can't fold it in half, dude. It's too small. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> just, just suck it in. It's like it's or like trying it. push it in. It's like push trying it to bend the tootsie roll. It's trying to bend the tootsie roll. Oh. So but all yeah, the man. people in Vermont do that shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're joking around. Yeah, man. I mean, um, it might be true though. So. Something Thanks wrong. for playing my my very few of your voicemails in that episode. Hey, dude, you know you we could do one for each each uh each. Person yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll jump in there every time. Dude, I'm down, man. We'll play every fucking question that we get. It's fun. It's a fun fun concept. So, what's the concept now? So, what you do is like, um, let's say just as a basic thing, like I'm curious about NK Ultra. You'd be like, hey guys. What are your thoughts on MK Ultra? That's all you got to do. You can you can plug like a podcast or a business, you know. But hey, I'm it's Davey from Red Pill Cartel. What do you think about MK Ultra? You know, some shit like that, or like it can be any kind of question. It was just fun because we went through like eight stories that people sent in and just talked about like our thoughts on it. it was, it's like a morning show type. So situation. you call you call in ahead of time and then you guys will just, just send a voicemail to Ghost or Ryan and then you're good to go. What, what, yeah, on what's Instagram. your podcast called, Ryan? Dangerous World Podcast. Okay. Oh, I've actually listened to that. One. Yeah, I know because uh, we, uh, hey, Ron and I were talking, and I'm, I'm familiar with you just from other podcasts. So yeah, I don't yeah, think I've dude, ever it's heard just, yours. Yeah, it's fun, man. We have fun doing the whole thing. Oh, but yeah, we yeah. started a little news show, and it's cool, just nice. talking about bullshit. That's so. we cunts. <laughs> yeah, it's conspiracy underground news team. Cunt, you changed for it short. to blatantly <laughs> be cunt. That's nice. fucking amazing. I love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, have so we have cunts, disinfobation, master debaters. We're on a fucking roll here. And you take a red pill to get it up. Yeah, dude. And then you fold it in half. Yeah, you gotta fold. <laughs> Ours is the only female empowering Kentucky. one. Cunt is the most empowering female one. <laughs> really is. Sexual and in a man way. But, dude, yeah, it's fun, man. I like doing this shit. Meeting new people all the time, too. Dude, Hell that's yeah. the best part about these things, man. Yeah, for sure. By far. Yeah, we met we met a bee lady the other night, which was really interesting. Uh, the bee lady? Yeah. Uh, Miriam. What's her name? Miriam Hanane. Oh, that Arab oh, yeah. chick, that Indian girl? Yeah. We she, was on, her, she was on uh, uh, Tinfoil Hat a few times. Was she really? Yeah, yeah, she was. I don't like her anymore. Fuck. <laughs> I know, Ryan, you've been on there. We're she's Matt got a, and I she's got were talking. Hot, though. Oh, dude, she's cool as shit. She kind of put Dusty and I in her place. So I was drinking wine. He's smoking cigarettes. And she's like, I do not approve of all this. Oh, God. Oh, I will get <laughs> she's, a, she's like. Then. She's like a clean person, like clean health. But she's red pilled as fuck. So yeah, I, she I, I let her. I let her boss me around. Yeah. Plus, she's hot for 40 Yeah, years. I was going to say, I say, hey, you're going to have hot. to come over here and tell me that because I fucked you. And then you say that, and I'm like, okay, where do you live? And then they'll come over there. Marion, if you're like, listening to this, we love doomed. you. 
<laughs> no, at one point sad, she's though. taking off her shirt and Dusty, she had like on a long sleeve shirt over whatever else she was wearing. And Dusty's like, ladies and gentlemen, Miriam's taking off her shirt. I was like, Dusty. <laughs> that was fucking she awesome. She, she went along, she rolled with it. But yeah. I was like, oh my fucking dude, that was great. You couldn't see her. I was just like, ladies and gentlemen, this moment Miriam was taking off her shirt. Tune in now. I, mean, <laughs> I don't think she, knew what she was walking into, but she seemed to have fun. That's cool. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, Dusty just reached out to her. It just goes to show you, you never fucking know. Like, she's making a fucking documentary about George Floyd and writing a book about it. And man, I think that's going to be a fucking hit. Nice. Like, she's like, uh, like questioning it, like a skeptic. Yeah, she calls it a psyop. Right in the title. Okay. Yeah. So. That's right in the title. Like, man. <laughs> and she calls it the is. George Floyd psyop. So. Dude, dude, I, I, I tell people all the time on my podcast, I'm like, dude, did you ever notice how, like, the whole George Floyd thing is like, I can't breathe. That whole thing went around. And the next thing you know, we're all fucking wearing masks. Yeah. Can't yeah. And dude, fucking... Eric Garner, the guy that got choked in New York, actually did get choked and fucking yep. died. And, and that's they what he was stole saying. that slogan. Yep. And, like, and why did and why did he get killed? Supposedly he got selling killed. Lucy's, right? He got Sarah. well, he got killed to cover up the oh Anthony plane. Weiner. Yeah, yeah, the, the laptop. laptop. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't he selling cigarettes, right? He was yeah. selling Lucy's, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, dude. Lucy's? Are you kidding me? Lucifer? Come on, it's an agenda. There you go. Let's go, yeah. dude. It's, yeah. out, it's out there. Yeah, but man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. You look at you look at some of these people and, and some of these psyops, and it's like, you can see it. There's, there's. I mean, that one is, is obvious. That, well, what do you guys, what do you guys think about the, I don't know if you guys heard it, but uh, I had a, uh, esoteric eddie on my podcast like a long time ago talking about uh the ancient name of lucifer and how it's not like a thing it's like lucifer doesn't even really exist like the the elites took that name and ran are you with saying it. like biblically it doesn't exist yeah yeah no no i mean so it's interesting that the way that the freemasons say what it is and this is kind of like where i try to base some of my research on at least is that Lucifer was God's best friend, right? The light bearer, this this choir master, the the positive quote unquote side of whatever the devil is, and then once it gets cast out, it's Satan. So you know, realistically, you see Lucifer and Satan as the same thing. If you're being like you know, like coming at it from a Christian perspective, but there's this certain sect of you know, especially the elite that see Lucifer as the good guy. Satan is the bad guy, and that's why they do the checkerboard floors. Lucifer's the white, Satan's the black. You mix those, you get your checkerboards, your you know, duality, all that stuff. So, yeah, it's weird, dude. But yeah, no, I, I think Lucifer's definitely a thing. It's something I, I think that the whole government's based off of following Lucifer as opposed to Satan. They look down at Satanism, but they're Luciferian. It's it's weird. Huh. It's weird, dude. Like we can't fucking figure out the truth at all. You know, that's it's hard. That's yeah. my thing. It's like very difficult to decipher all of this fucking mess. Well, I believe tough. I believe religion was designed to control people. Honestly, well, yeah, to, that too. Yeah, I mean, totally. I mean, look at the Vatican and how. Oh my God, dude! I was watching uh, Medici. Uh, it's a, it's an old Italian show, and, or it's not old, but it, it's set back in the old days, like the medieval time period. Uh, or the renaissance and dude the vatican had their own army dude they would like invade you if you didn't do what they wanted 
that's a lot of fucking power for a religion. You know what I'm saying? And then not to mention the crusades, how many people they took out and forced to be Christians. And then we, to this day, it feels like religion has just, it's just constantly fighting each other. And the, to me, re, me and my son talk about it all the time. Religions killed more people than anything. Yeah. It, it's just brutal. Social media will be next though. <laughs> Replica. Dude. Crazy. Yeah, man. I think that people have like throughout time done some bad stuff in the name of Christianity. But I also think that the closest thing to Luciferianism is Catholicism. I think that it, it's an yeah. evil, strange, strange ritualistic religion for sure. But I think uh, Catholicism has been around before the crucifixion Jesus. of Christ, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They were doing business back really? then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah strange. And they say that the first pope... I was appointed by Jesus. So it's, I mean, that, that seems like bullshit if you're, you know, going to get into it. The whole Virgin, the Virgin Mary shit that the Catholics do is based off Virgo, which is like an old, like Neoplatonist idea. And it's like the worship of the Black Virgin, like the Black Mass shit. It's yeah. weird, dude. It's all, it's all like a Satanistic, dude, uh, Satanic I, thing. When I was going through like my whole, uh, time era of uh you know studying the bible and everything i hung out with the street preacher the street preacher when i was hanging out with him down downtown toronto he was like against the catholics and he was like the catholics are worshiping satan blah 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 blah. and and these catholics like came around and started praying against him and he was praying against them it was so it was fucking like a, crazy, dude. Spiritual battle. Yeah. Like you would imagine being baked and you're just watching. Dude, that. it was fucking crazy. And I didn't know what the fuck to think because I was I would have ran away. Dude, it, I'm right? getting the fuck out of there as fast as possible. <laughs> dude, I'm it not was getting trapped like, in a holy war. Head, heads just start dude, popping like It was scanners. so crazy. <laughs> and these people that were praying against him, the guy that I was hanging out with, they were crying and praying, and I'm like, holy fuck. Lights start flickering. Their eyes start bleeding. It was so nuts, man. I I couldn't even fucking like decipher what the fuck was going on. Who won the battle? I don't know. Eventually, everybody scattered. When you like, got involved and you started fucking meditating, and David just whipped out his yeah. dick in the no. windmill in the middle of the group. <laughs> Everybody starts pounding off. <laughs> hey guys, Dude, I, we're I all gonna flap a dick. So we're gonna fold them. Kinda, uh, I just kind of backed off and was like observing what was going on because I didn't know what the fuck was going on, right? So, but it was it was crazy. <laughs> You're so scared. It was so crazy. Dude, who the fuck gets caught in a fucking holy war on the sidewalk? <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, it was wild. Dude, I can only imagine, man. I just, uh, you're just staring at it with your eyes, like, like what, the, what the fuck is going on here? Someone's you're watching both sides. Die by a crucifix. Someone's gonna get stabbed with a crucifix. This guy's That's got a Bible you. in his hand. He's just spouting off this fucking shit. I'm like, holy fuck, I'm out of here, man. See, that's <laughs> Southern Baptist. Southern Baptist, bro. If it says it in the fucking Bible, that shit's. That yeah. shit, they, I mean, they take that shit from fundamental. Them. Holy fuck. It's like, dude, uh, I don't know if it meant that or not. And plus, Literally. like, by the time it reaches English, it's just insane. Because, like, Genesis was written in Hebrew, which is like a three-part language. You got shapes and numbers and letters. And 
immediately it loses two thirds once you translate it out of Hebrew. So by the time it gets oh. down to English and you're being fundamental with it, who knows where you're going to end up. Yeah. And I mean, even if you look at the different translations, you know, between the different versions, you look at the words that are different. It makes a huge difference in the way you look at these passages or the way you could interpret the passage. So yeah, just watch anime to see how fucking lost in translation subtitles. Yeah, can well, get. Why yeah. don't you guys just pray to the Holy Spirit and make it, you know, interpret it for you. Know, That's what right? they always do. That's what happened. I mean, <laughs> God told each and every one of them what to write down. I mean, what? That that really gets me. I don't Dude, know. It I, doesn't do it. Like, like I, when I was knee deep in the Bible study and I was like in that religious uh, period of my life, I was like, tell me, tell me what it means, you know? And it's like, no. <laughs> You're begging a demon to come in your ass. It doesn't fucking do anything, man. And all these people that, that claim that they have the Holy Spirit, they're all fucking delusional, man. Dude, oh, like the Mormons sure. still have prophets to me, which hey. blows my fucking mind. Like yep, I, I grew up in wild. Southern Idaho, which is like fucking Mormon country. All the people in Utah moved up to Southern Idaho and they still have people come to the Bishop and telling them what God said to them. That's like, so crazy. And then they decide if it's legit or not. I was talking to God the other day and this is what he said. He said, I'm supposed to be in charge of every fucking thing. All right. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> that's probably usually what it is. Well, what's interesting about that though, honestly is um what they might call god right like you might i don't know if you've ever felt like you've gotten a message from something or you've had a feeling about something only on maybe, mushrooms well sure i mean it could be on mushrooms or it could be i know like, what you're, you're saying like, like you're doing a certain thing like maybe you're driving and you're like oh, i'm not gonna go that way and then you end up finding out later like a car accident happened over there or some yeah. weird shit like that but maybe there's some people that are a little more touched in or tapped in i should say and they're more in touch with their feelings and they're like, yeah, God told me this. And maybe what they're when they're referring to God, they're talking about like the earth or the universe. Well, or some yeah. weird shit. Well, you could say more touched in if you're a bishop. <laughs> yeah. But but think no. about it, Ryan. I mean, think about how much you really understand of it, too. Yeah, yeah. So have you ever heard of the holiness, holiness, holiness Baptists? They're uh, very, 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 they believe in speaking tongues and shit like that. Oh, and, no. When I was a teenager, I had a friend who's uh who went to a holiness church and they had a holiness church camp that he invited me to. And I was like, Yeah, I'll go. Sounds cool. Get away from I'd my go family. and hang out. Sounds like yeah, a crazy exactly. I, I bet there was a lot of holes there dude, too. <laughs> I was in there and there was people speaking tongues, bro. They were like, no, 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 I'm like, what was the there snakes? I was just gonna no, ask no that where they were fucking touching snakes. No snakes were involved, but oh, there was man. people fainting. Fuck that, then. There was people fainting, speaking tongues like teenage kids, man. I'm like, and I'm just standing there like, what the fuck? Am yeah. I supposed to do this too? Yeah. Am I supposed I mean, yeah, I was like, what? I've seen it, it blew my mind. I've never seen nothing like that when I at that age. I had never seen anything like it except maybe on TV or something. And I saw <laughs> these these people were like collapsing around me and shit. And I'm like, dude, wait, why am many, I not feeling it? How <laughs> many like, nights well, did you have to stay there? I was there for uh five days. We're supposed to be oh, seven, Jesus. Holy my, shit. Me and my as, friend as many, got into an argument and we left early. As many nights <laughs> it took him, as many nights it took him to get touched. Ah, Oof. it's usually no, only five. I, 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 
actually, I actually had a little girlfriend while I was touched there. by the Lord. Behind the, uh, we made out behind the tent. That I had a crazy. girlfriend at my Christian camp too. She was a yeah. fat Mexican girl, and we never even held hands. It was like you know, we were little kids. We were very we were like, little we, no, kids. We were, like, we were like fourteen. Oh <laughs> uh, no, we were like, eh, we we're like eleven or twelve. But we, yeah, we didn't even. I mean, we barely even talked. We, Did you guys we both write established letters to each other after? No, we literally just established that we liked each other and that was it. And then we never talked again for the rest of the camp. That's what being a, like having a girlfriend is when you're like a little kid. You I know. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You usually talk to him less. You're like, eh. <laughs> you know, we, I, like, I, mean, I, liked, I liked my next door neighbor when I was like 13, but nothing ever happened. But yeah, dude, it's funny, man. Yeah. Even, well, yeah, you're little kids. Did you? That's that's what sucks about what they're doing today with the sexualizing, because like usually when you say like, yeah, it's my girlfriend when you're fucking seven, you know, you're a seven year old saying that this other seven year old is your girlfriend. You're not even like talking to each other because you're yeah, embarrassed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, you're embarrassed totally, to be around each other yeah, after yeah. that, you know, so it, that's what sucks is that they're forcing that. It's weird, dude. But. Yeah, man, I always thought that I had girlfriends since I was like six or seven. I've know. terrified my sons of <laughs> Me girls too. in high school. I've terrified them of girls. I dated a girl throughout high school, so I've always told them horror stories of how she controlled my high school years. And now, neither one of them. They're like, dude, I'm going to hang out with my friends. They're like, fuck this. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I'm like, my wife's like, why ain't they dating any girls? I'm like, because girls get on their fucking nerves right now. Well, and meet more girls, out. you know, talk to girls. And yeah. Like, you don't need to hook up with all of them. Just, you know, talk yeah. to them. Get to you don't need to date kids. them for two years. You know what I'm saying? You can date them for a couple of weeks, hang out, whatever, and then go to another one. You ain't got to just date a girl for two years. And that's terrible. My friend told me the other day, he said, or my son told me the other day, he's like, man, my, my friend broke up with his girlfriend a couple months ago. And he said, I've hung out with him more in the last two months than I did the entire year and a half they were together. Yeah. I'm like, God dang, that sucks. I remember that shit. Well, because are you going to want to play video games or get a little puss? You know, like when you're. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know, right? Right. I remember I gave it up. I gave up all my free time to get ass when I was like, oh, yeah, dude. He was putting out and I was like, all about it. My boys would be like, hey, man, there's a party to go to. And I'd be like, no, nah, I'm good. Especially I'm good. that yeah. first one that gives it to you on the regular. Oh, yeah, they, oh, they yeah. stopped inviting me. They just stopped inviting me to do shit. And then when I got single, it was like, fuck, nobody wants to hang out with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a common I thing. got these, though. You know? You're like, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, dude, it's crazy. Yeah, man. All right, Good guys. This has been fucking awesome. But, uh. Let's go around. Let's plug stuff. Let's get out of here. Uh, this was another fun discussion. I uh, It was great talking with you guys for the first time, man. We'll have to have you guys back on for sure. Thanks for having uh, us we'd on, love man. To. Yeah, definitely. Dusty, why don't you start? All right. You can find me at YouTruthCast on Twitter. You can find me uh, at Disinfobation on Twitter. You can find Disinfobation on all your podcast platforms except Apple because they suck balls for some reason. They won't let us on. I don't know what it is. We put application in twice. Uh, maybe we're a little bit, a little too crazy for them. Uh, but anyways, yeah, you can find us on Amazon Music, all that good stuff. Uh, YouTube sometimes if they let us on, and ma mainly Rumble. Check us out on Rumble. Uh, we do small clips throughout the week and one big episode at the end of the week. That's Excellent, it. my man. Thank you. That was dope. Oh, yep. Colby, what do you got, my man? 
Well, I just want to correct Dusty. We we don't do YouTube anymore, buddy. But okay. we don't do we don't fuck YouTube. <laughs> fuck you yeah. Dusty always closes out our episodes by saying fuck Spotify, but I think we should say fuck YouTube because Spotify yeah. still has a yeah. Song. Yeah, yeah. Google. Google. How about Google? Lately. I'm sorry. Oh, I, fuck all of it. You know? Yeah, fuck them all, man. So, Google uh, just signed on, with the Who. Well, Google owns YouTube. Conspiracyplaytime.com. Uh, that's where my other podcast is. And then Dusty already kind of plugged our show together. So I'm at conspiracy player without an E and the word player on Twitter. And man, I want to hook up with Ryan and Matt and kind of get your guys's contact info. Cause yeah, I, I, this kind of just, uh, Davey was the one who clued me in on you guys. So great oh, deception cool. and master debaters. I'm definitely going to check both of you guys out. So that's where uh, I'm at. Excellent. Thanks, Thanks man. Dude. Yeah, it's and that's what's cool about this. You know, we we have great people like Davey and other people that are like, hey, man, it'd be cool because that's what this show is about. It's just bringing new people in, getting new people to hear you and over to your show. And then, you know, sometimes you end up making the circle around with other people and it, it's cool. Just making new connections. So, well, thank, thank you, you Davey. Davey's hey, the weaver here. There you, you go, Davey. Plug away, welcome, David. Plug away. Well, you can find me on Instagram at Red Pill Cartel Podcast and at Red Pill Cartel Podcast 2 for the backup, just like you, Matt. You backups backup are huge. Now. Yeah. Uh, but you can find my link tree in there. I just put up a new link tree uh, in my bio. And you click on that shit, and it'll bring you to like everything. My my YouTube, uh, I just post trailers on YouTube, and I post trailers on TikTok now. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Davy, as always, my man. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Yes, Rye. What's good over at Dangerous Worlds? Oh, just the same old stuff, man. Um, you know, having fun. Thanks again for another Monday. And uh, yeah, find me a Dangerous World podcast. Just look it up. Hopefully, you'll enjoy it. But yeah, yeah. And, what about yeah, you? Hit up, hit up his Patreon too, so you can get the full episodes. But oh yeah, I do they... have the link in my in my Instagram as well. So the link tree. I mean, he's fucking link tree. Everyone's got a link tree. So you know, yeah, it's the easiest way though. Tree. Then you don't yeah, have to give out seventy five fucking links. Exactly. That's why I started doing it until it's you get nice. banned. It's a nice tool. I, I'm going to try it out. If I start getting shit fucked with, dude, I actually looked up some ways to protect your Instagram. I was going to put it at the intro of my next episode, like these three steps where you nice. can like make sure your Instagram's like solidly protected. So, you know that there's websites too, by the way, that can teach people how to hack your phone. If they know your phone number, you just got to pay a little bit of money. It's wild. Yep. Of course there is. Of course yep. there so. is. Yeah, of course, everyone's shit's getting messed with. But yeah, dude, what about you, Matt? What's going on? That was a weird way to end my plugs. But yeah, huh? <laughs> so now everybody, you're going to be hacked and get ready. No, that, that's how my that's how my fucking day started, man. My my eyes went down and I was like, ah, and you know what? I I thought I was going to give a shit. And by by about noon, I'm like, you know what? Who cares if it's gone? Yeah. It's gone. I'll start Start's again. <laughs> it's just yeah. more of an inconvenience than anything. You just got to but... keep plugging, man. Yeah. No matter. But it's like whatever. Keep doing what you got to do. Fuck it. Yeah. So Fuck them. You, can, you could still find me at the Great Deception Podcast on Instagram. Uh, and then yeah, go to my my link tree in there. I put all my shit. I got video episodes coming out on Spotify. 
Uh, I don't use YouTube anymore. I will for the next episode because my guest asked me to. So uh, the next episode, I it's an interview I did on some old world architect. Uh, it's good stuff, real good stuff. So yes. go check that out. Got some All right, merch, guys. Matt? Yes. What's you got that? Some merch. You got some merchandise. Yeah, you can get t-shirts, sweatshirts. You can go to that's in the link tree. Go to the merch Teespring shop. I like that hoodie. The problem is they keep thongs. jacking up the prices. Inflation's <laughs> fucking real, man. I think they jacked up my t-shirts like three or four bucks already. Ooh. And it's like groceries is like groceries. Yeah, it's like everything. So, hey, I get it. If, <laughs> if you can grab one, if not, I get it. It is what it is. Folks, All right, guys. Keep masturbating to the master debaters. All yes. right, guys. Y'all make sure you disinfobate. Yeah, disinfobate too. All right. That's right. All right, yeah. everybody stay strong. Question everything.